When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Off the bench for McDonald's. Sip in the sunset on a $1 frozen Coke or a $3 Sunday with Macca's chillest summer range. And for tyre power, tyre power summer scorcher sale on now with 25% off on selected Toyo passenger and SUV tyres. Ah, yes, indeed. Welcome to Off The Bench, wherever you're joining us, however you're joining us. It's great to have your uh, company right around Australia. Sam Hargraves filling in for the birthday boy, Hutchie, today. And always wonderful to spend a morning with me, old mate, Pickers. G'day, Picks. Hello, Sammy, and hello to everyone listening on this beautiful Saturday morning. I'm in sunny stall today. I'm sitting in my mother's, well, well, in my family home. In the lounge room at the moment, as um, Darren Gelly's in sitting at the kitchen table, polishing off some bacon, eggs, and sausages my mother's just cooked for him. So there you go. <laughs> Is that right? Paddy P's put on a spread, and Darren Gelly's just helping himself. He's come in and made a real guts of himself. Yep, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. So I've already got mine down, and Paddy does a milkshake for me. So we've got the stall races today, so we're up here for. Country Racing Victoria, it's going to be a great day this afternoon for the Christmas races. Uh, absolutely, and don't forget uh, an ice-cold frozen Coke is only a dollar at Macca's, and we do it for tyre power. The summer Scorcher sale is now on. Pickers talk back for IMAR Insurance. Get an online quote, an instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Heaps to chat about today, but what about this weekend? You're there for country races. We've got the NBL started last night with the Tassie Jack Jumpers beating the Bullets and uh, the Wildcats beating the 36ers. The Big Bash starts this week, WNBL. It's Bathurst. There's league going on it's just a sporting frenzy this weekend and the AFL fixture just landed picks yes and the test match of course starts the first test of the ashes starts on Wednesday yes now can just for the people that are just waking up wanting to know who their team plays in the first in the first round of the season when it is can you just give us a snapshot of round one it'd be my pleasure and I love the fact that we're starting off with the grand final rematch or replay uh, Melbourne taking on the Western Bulldogs Wednesday night picks blockbuster massive night to unfurl the flag at the MCG that's how it should be surely yeah absolutely I agree I think that's a fantastic way to do it so Wednesday the uh, Wednesday that's a very well that's a very good question Wednesday the I'll get you the date March yeah, 16th okay. March, March 16th. 16th Wednesday March 16th, March 16th. Uh, okay. then Thursday night Richmond and Carlton yeah, that's a traditional one. Yeah, I'll go to Thursday night, uh, and then on Friday night, St Kilda and Collingwood at Marvel Stadium. Yep. Saturday, Geelong and Essendon at the MCG. That must be an afternoon. Is it the two? Yeah, that's the two ten. Then at uh, the five ten is GWS in Sydney. So a battle of the bridge to start the season off. Buddy, oh. uh, looking at five goals shy of a thousand. Okay, so no Sydney Hawthorne, which was mooted, um, but Bud does need five, so that might be the round two fixture. And it's going to be picks not at the SCG. It's going to be at the uh, the Sydney Olympic Stadium, now called the Accor Stadium. Why is that? Well, I don't know, but last time they played there, they got about 60,000. Okay. Right. So, sorry, that game's at... Is, is, sorry, the first round is at Accor Stadium, is it? Yeah. So, that's the Giants and Sydney 5-10 yeah, okay. game. 
yeah, what are the others? Saturday night, I like this. Two top four sides from last year. The Lions take on the power at the Gabba. That's the Saturday night game. And then Sunday, Hawthorne and North Melbourne, 110 MCG. Adelaide Frio, Adelaide Oval, 340. And then West Coast and Gold Coast to bring us home from Optus Stadium, 440 on Sunday. Well, exciting. So March 16, we're up and going again, and it's the grand final rematch, which is fantastic. So, all right, there's our footy fix for the morning. So hopefully everyone's written that down and you want to know whether your teams are playing. Now, no Hutch today. It's his birthday, by the way. So happy, happy birthday. birthday to the big man. Turns 47 today. Uh, no, it doesn't look a day over 59, but no, happy to birthday to the big fellow. He's gone up to Sydney, I think, uh, for a weekend away with his with his missus. Where do you sit on people taking their birthday off from work, Picks? Oh, I, I don't think that's what he's done. <laughs> I think if he, he could have been able to do the show, he would have. But no, I'm not massive on your birthday for me is another day. But mm. I know people that, you know, I've got a mate of mine who I was playing, used to play cricket with who every whenever it was his birthday, he took the day off every year. What, what are you having a day off for? birthday. I said, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to go to the pub about 11. <laughs> That's how he spent the day. Day at the pub for his birthday. That was when he was in his 20s. I don't uh, know if he's still doing it. Speaking of the pub, we might do this a little bit later, but I, went, I was at the pub yesterday with a group of mates of mine. Uh, we've got a mutual mm-hmm. connection through one of those mates that we'll talk about later as well, but I've just got a feeling, Picks, and I'd like to get your view on this a little later, that I think that we've got I think that we've forgotten how to be at the pub. I think our pub etiquette is lacking, and I think we need to just reinstitute and reinstate some of just the, the, the tried and true rules and regulations around pub etiquette and the way we conduct ourselves within that. What, what, what do you mean? I've been back to the pub plenty of times since we've been back open for open for business. I haven't seen any issues. What's what's the pub etiquette problems? Well, just little things. We've forgotten that the person carrying the drinks has right of way. People just trying to push in front and, and get through. When you confront when you're confronted with someone walking in and out of a door, and they've got the the the, the handful of drinks, yeah. right of way, please. Well, I would think that was obvious. Well, yeah. you'd think so, picks, but not what I was seeing yesterday. Really? Yes, a lot of people taking their empties just to someone else's table rather than taking them back to the bar. Oh, yeah, well, that's that's my stickler. I don't like empties on front of me sitting there with when there's a group of you sitting around having a beer. It's not that hard to put it on the bar. A mate of mine was telling a story, Picks, and, and at about four times during the story, he was interrupted by someone who was just cutting in front of him to put glasses on our table outside because they didn't oh, want to take him back nah, inside. that's not on. That's not acceptable in my group no. of mates, I can tell you that right now. Uh Know your position at the bar line. Don't be when the bar. If the bar person goes to you and you know you're not first up, you've got to you've got to wave got in the person you know yeah. is there ahead of you. Yeah, no, I think that's that's always been a, a, a no-no for mine. If if you, if you know you're not next, you just can't be taking next. You know what I mean? So I agree with you on that one. Uh, don't see, I do see it a bit actually, but it hasn't been busy enough. I'm not sure what, what pub were you at yesterday. I was at the Mitre in the city. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Nothing to do with the, no disrespect to the mitre, but you're, you're in the city. What do you expect? It's Christmas party time. Every man for himself. That's what happens, Sammy. Uh, the other one, too. You know when you bump into someone accidentally and you you clearly spill a, a large portion of their drink and it might splash on their shoes or down their shirt yep. or something like that? I was born and raised. You go, oh, gee, sorry, mate. Let me go and buy you another. That doesn't happen anymore. Because the person never says yes. They go, oh, no, don't worry about it. But it's just you look like the good the good bloke because you've offered. Yeah, well, that's true. You, you've just at least got to do it. It's like when you when you have to pull over to let a car come past because there's not enough room for two cars. And you, you just want the little wave, don't you? Just exactly. give us the acknowledgement. Yes. You know, if, and if G will get dirty if they don't do it. It, was, um, it happened to me yesterday, and I'll never forget. 
If, if, if I'll just say that right now to the person who did it, and I hope you're listening. I won't. If I see you again, I will be bringing it up with you. I should have brought it up at the time, but they got out of dodge pretty quickly. Well, so, yeah, I got I got I got a bit of strife during the week. I'm not in strife, but I got the filthiest look from this bloke. So I'm going to explain this. I've got a dinner booked on a Wednesday night. Uh-huh. Uh, you know how when it was Wednesday in in the city, in the city, Little Burke Street dinner with mm-hmm. the Renegades crew. So I leave home at. I try to book an Uber at ten past five, seventy four dollars. I thought, oh, that's got whiskers on it. <laughs> Wait another ten minutes, fifty dollars. Oh, well, yeah, okay, I'll have a go. Anyway, get in the Uber at twenty two minutes past five. I get out of the Uber at the Shrine. I live in just off Chapel Street in Windsor. I get out of the Uber at the Shrine <laughs> because <laughs> we haven't been moving for half an hour. Anyway, I jump on a tram, but unfortunately, when the tram pulled up, I got on. Didn't think anyone was coming off the back. And a bloke was trying to get off at the same time, and I sort of said, "Oh, gee, sorry, mate." And he just didn't—he didn't just look at me. He then got off the off the train at the tram, I should say. Look at me again. Anyway, I thought, "Oh, geez, I've upset him. He's had a bad day." Anyway, we get into the city. You know what time I landed for dinner? For a six o'clock dinner, after leaving at five twenty-two no. via via a Uber, a tram, and a walk. Six fifty-five. <laughs> six fifty-five. It cost me fifty. Four dollars or whatever it was, for the pleasure of getting down St Kilda Road to the to the shrine, and then I, I had the planes, trains, and automobiles for the rest of the way. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Oh, Steve Martin, John Candy. That's a great yeah. reference. Oh, exactly right. So yeah, that was that was my. But the guy when I got on the tram before him, and I gave it ample time for someone to get off. Yeah, you know, I didn't think anyone was coming off, so I bowled on in and just went past him. And geez, was wasn't happy with me at all. It's um people very quick to be offended uh, these days, but you've but you, as long as you gave an appropriate amount of time for all pl- all passengers to exit before you got on, then I think you I think you're safe on that. Oh, well, I think I was safe too. I, well, I certainly didn't care if I wasn't safe. I was already on the damn train, tram, I should say. A uh, Christmas party Thursday night. Uh, oh I could yes. Get there. How was it? Give well, the best players. Uh, disappointed not to see you. I've got to say that. Oh, you, you heard what happened the night before from getting from my place to the city, and it belted rain again. I'm, I wasn't going down that track again. I see you've had a tanty. You've said, nah, I'm not going. I'm not doing Once it Once the weather turned like it, because it was exactly the same sort of weather, massive yeah. big thunderstorm and that, and I thought, nah, traffic's going to be cooked. I'm not doing it. And I don't live close enough to a to a train station or a tram line that in the pouring rain I'm going to walk, be able to walk there. So, no, I just, I just shut it down. So, yeah, I don't know what if did that, I miss? I don't know if that's passing muster, but we can we can oh, debate that. Sammy, I don't really care whether it's passing muster <laughs> or not. That's exactly the reason I didn't go. The, anyway. uh, the, look, a strong field, it's got to be said. Um, tags. I saw some vision, now, I saw some vision of, of Tags playing pool. Oh, jeez. If yep. God has put breath in a worse pool player than him, I'll go he. He is terrible. Never seen a bloke have the crowd in the palm of their hand only to lose them because he literally had 25 shots to try and sink the black. It was every... Oh, 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 he, is oh. he is fighting against it because he's only a little fella. So it's it's not an easy shot for a bloke of his size to get up over the head of the pool table to be able to get yourself a good sort of... You know, a bit of balance to be able to play those shots, but gee, he looked a bad player. Oh yeah, and, and needed the Jerry stick at times, and and there was none around. So, uh, and and to be fair, John Donahoe kept him in it for a long time. He wasn't much better. It was maybe um, the the worst display of 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 pool prowess that I can remember seeing <laughs> ever. 
Well, it's, uh, the venue is Ballers Clubhouse. Uh, by all reports, very good. Great venue. Fantastic. They do a ripping job at Ballers. And if you haven't been there, get there. Uh, table tennis tables. They've got shuffleboard. They've got uh, darts where it, it, you, your dart is videoed and you can watch it in trajectory. They'll replay it up on a screen for you. They've got a heap of games and it's a very classy establishment as well, Picks. Well, that's good. It sounds like everyone had a great night. And uh, was the big man there, Hatch? Yeah, Hutch was there. Uh, he made an appearance and then uh, just uh, eased his way out of uh, the building before things got rowdy. And yeah. uh, Campbell Brown had come off a long lunch. Uh, oh, and was... He was. There was a book. There was some odds going around. I don't know whether Zoe's taken a photo of that we could put up. Which was, it was an, it was a running book that leading into it. The couple of days leading into the Christmas party and Brownie was heavily at the top of betting with Jason Bonington up near the top for the going to be the best on ground honours. I'm not sure who won it in the end. Uh, look, I would give it to, to, to Brown Dog because here's the thing. You watch long distance runners uh, and you watch the Olympics pickers and you'll always see that there's someone that goes out far too fast, far too early and you know they're just going to get swallowed up by the pack. Not our man, Campbell Brown. Maintained oh, no. a really strong pace from even before he got there, obviously, with the long lunch. And then all the way through the evening, regaling people with stories and anecdotes, a lot of <laughs> laughter. And he maintained the rage uh, all throughout um, and, and was there at the end. Well, what time did you uh, get there and get going? Well, I, uh, did, I finished my show up at 8. So I got Ooh, there. So and, you come in. You come in fresh. Yeah, I came in fresh. But I, but I, I got. I've, I've actually just to try and help a couple of people out. Maybe as I have with the pub etiquette pickers. Mm. I've, I've developed a series, a set of Christmas party rules to live by, because yeah, it's okay. Christmas well, party season. Norm- yeah, of course. I want to hear them because Hutch and I normally do the Christmas party characters at this time of the year. <laughs> yes. Um, but we won't do that until next week. Um, so you give us a rundown. Rule number one, and, and this may be in reference to our good friend Campbell Brown, preload at your peril. Yep. Pre- oh, yeah. yeah. Don't, get a, don't get off to a fly before it starts. Yep. You're going to end up getting yourself in all sorts of strife. You stand out like the proverbial when, uh, when you come in hot. Uh, talk to your bosses early in the night. Yeah, get them out of the way. That's a very good move, well, especially if you've got your faculties about you. Exactly. Uh, be, yep. be seen but not noticed. That's the best. That's the best form of uh, attack, really. You just you make sure everyone sees that you're there. Yep. But you don't want to be standing out like you're a, a dingbat that's going to end up speaking to the HR the next day. No. And a caveat to that pick is his dress up, not down, because if you're looking good, people don't look a little bit longer at you. So if you if you're dressed messily, they'll look to see if you are messy. That's <laughs> not a bad. Yeah. Well, it's not a bad little bit of advice. Yeah. Uh, keep it shallow. So all your conversations keep them real superficial. Nothing memorable. Nothing too deep. Nothing controversial. I did hear that there was someone. I'm trying to think who it was that. Got a bit DNMing on the night. I'm trying to think who, who it was, and if I can, I'll out them if I can remember. Oh, yeah, I'll out them. Uh, someone was telling me about it that got all emotional and started, you know, firing off, shooting from the hip, as they say, telling, telling a few things, home truths. Oh, I'm dropping sure some truth is. bombs. I, like I think it. so. You don't really want to be dropping them at the Christmas party. Not if you, not if you're dropping them to someone who's got a higher position in the company. Yes. <laughs> if oh you, boy. Yes. If you can't dance, don't. Elaine oh, from Seinfeld. Yeah, that's a trap for young players. It is. Away from Seinfeld. Oh, it's, uh, that is still funny when I think about that. Be the hit on E, not the hit on her. Oh, you think you're right? I don't think you're rolling strong enough to be doing that, are you, Sammy? <laughs> no, and this is not for me personally. <laughs> if, just in case the beautiful Evie's listening. Uh, but just, they're very, they're, they're fraud, aren't they? The, uh, the, the inter office well, dalliance at a Christmas not, party. So I'm don't be the sure. instigator. Okay, well, I wasn't there, but I would imagine that uh, 
few of those young punks in sales uh, might have got a little bit, uh, maybe, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> yes. Confirmation. How was, our, how was our producer's form, by the way? Was Zoe, was she on her best behaviour? Because she was very short in the market. Uh, I'll tell you what, I reckon that she's listened to every single one of these rules and uh, and responded accordingly. I, I, yeah. I can't remember uh, her putting a foot out of line. Um Organ, and this is the last one, and this is crucial. Organise your kick-on location before, not after. Yeah, the Wandering around the streets of the city lot, Browns, cows we were, looking for a place just to take us in. We were almost, we were almost arrested for vagrancy. What, uh, what time did you have to leave the venue? Uh, about midnight, I reckon. Oh, that should have been enough for you, Sam. Jeez, well, nothing uh, <laughs> good happens after midnight. We know that. You, you you will get the beautiful Evie calling you in just to agree very <laughs> hardly. So those are the Christmas party rules to live by, Pickers. How have we done? Yeah, I think we've done pretty well, but we can take your talkback calls. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Tell us about your Christmas party. Where have you had it this year? We've gone a little bit different. It was a bit, uh, bit funky. It was a bit sporty this year, our crew. Uh, where did you have yours? Uh, so I saw a few at um, the various local pubs during the week, uh, and I'm not sure... Where people want to head there, so let's hear from them, Sammy. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight uh, off the bench. No Hutchie, it's his birthday today, and he is celebrating accordingly. Sam Hargroves, Liam Pickering with you. There's some great texts coming through. We'll read all of those out. Uh, this is off the bench. Uh, Wrapped to have your company on off the bench. Sam Hargroves filling in for Hutchie. Pickers, of course, it just wouldn't be off the bench uh, without him. Pickers, and we've opened the uh, IMAR Insurance open line. The tradies mate call one three IMAR one three hundred twenty three fifty five. 48, uh, your Christmas party stories for this year. Uh, we've just given our rules to live by for Christmas party picks, and there's a couple of people texting through. John says that you should never apologise. <laughs> Always rock well, up on Monday morning and look people in the eye, hold your head high. Yeah, well, I think if you're going to rock up, and if you're going to have go a little bit too far at a Christmas party, you've got to be the first one in there the next morning, because if you're rolling in late, you are going to be well and truly talked about before you, before you get there. Uh, Rob's in Werribee, one three hundred twenty three fifty five uh, forty eight. G'day, Rob. How you going, fellas? Hey, Rob. How you going? Um, yeah, so just basically, like you said, keep shallow. Don't talk to anybody about anything weird, politics, religion, whether you like Christmas or not, that kind of thing. Um, we're going to head up to Urban Surf for our Christmas oh, yeah. party. So I don't oh, know if you guys have ever been out there before. They got that Three Blue Ducks restaurant. Just a beautiful venue. Get a little cabana there and have a bit of a surf. Are you a bit of a surfer, Rob? Yeah, I've been surfing since I was little. Surf, grew up in California and lived in Hawaii, came here, still surf here. Um, but our boss surfs and his kids surf and we all work together, so we thought that'd be a good day out. Yeah, well, I've, I hear great things. About, I've never been there. It's out near the airport, isn't it? It's just, yeah, it's just near Tala. Um, it's kind of like a theme park for people who like surfing and all different styles. You can learn to surf. You can, you know, do the barrels and things like that. But it's just a, a great venue. Just kind of relax. Sit out in the sun. Not too many people. Always a park there. Um, the restaurant's beautiful, too. If you haven't tried Three Blue Ducks, it's just an amazing restaurant. The, the company you, you work go. for, Rob, isn't Urban Surf, is it? You're really giving them a nice, <laughs> no, no, no. A nice pump up. It's funny. I, I actually work for Rock and Stone in uh, Malvern East, but my, uh, my boss, Peter, got me into Urban Surf. I'm a bit of a purist. I like to go to the beach and and that kind of thing. But he just got me addicted to it. It's a half-hour drive out there from Werribee. And you catch all the waves you want. You have a nice meal. You go home. Yeah, very good. Well, Tommy Boyd's always out at Urban Surf. He has a bit to do with him. So, go on you, Rob. Thanks for that. 
Uh, tell you what, Rob stumbled across there too, Pickers. If you're the boss and you're organising the Christmas party and it's an activities-based Christmas party, make sure yep. it's something you're really, really good at. Yeah, really good at, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I was a bit surprised that Hutchie, you organised the... Uh, yeah, because I'm not... Uh, yeah, the one we went to the other night, our Christmas party to be interactive because I've played against him in pool and table tennis and I'm not so sure he's going to do too much of a concern playing against him. Yeah, I didn't see him uh, in any of the activities. Not to say that he didn't, but I just didn't uh, happen to come across him uh, taking on any of. What did you? Uh, did you play anything? Yeah, there was that. There's that game where you've got the. I can't. I don't know what it's called, but you have got those little um, round discs, and you have got to push it down. It's sort of like uh, not, Sh- uh, sh- shuffleboard. It, yeah, but it's not the shuffleboard that you see them play in Florida, which they do have at ballers, by the way. When you when you've got the stick and you you push it down, but it's yeah, it's it, it's it's like a shuffleboard type situation. Right. But you do it by hand. So we played a bit of that one. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm not sure. As I said, I saw Taggart playing pool and it was as bad as I've seen. That's woeful. It was just, uh, <laughs> it was a blight on the game of pool. Uh, Ty Power, Power Play of the Week, Pickers, before we get to the weather update for Sunsmart. Ty Power selected Toyo Tires at 25% off. Uh, your Power Play? Uh, I'm going, well, my Power Player is who I'm going to go with in the in the finish. I'm going to go with Glenn Boss because yeah, he didn't win last week on Spanish Mission, but... Uh, he was, uh, you know, he's, what a wonderful career. And uh, he'll do, mate. You'll do, mate. Yeah, uh, Paddy Mills, for me, um, incredibly deserving winner of the Don Award, which is given to athletes or a team that's inspired the nation through their performance. He's uh, set a tremendous example in the in the world of sport, what he did for the Boomers in them getting their first ever medal um, at an Olympic event or any event. Uh, and his Indigenous Basketball Academy, uh, he's an absolute star. And now he's... Uh, Pickers, you'd have him up there with Gazy as you know, maybe the, one of the greatest icons of Australian basketball. Yeah, he's uh, he's putting together quite a career, isn't he, at the moment, Paddy Mills? Jeez, uh, we've been blessed with some such so many great great basketballs at the moment, Australia. Jeez, we're producing some goodies. Uh, we're on Josh fire. Giddy's killing it. Oh, by the way, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, Josh Giddy. Uh, the weather update. I know this is you look forward to this every week. The, for Sun Smart, it's time oh, to yeah. be Sun Smart this summer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it. Well, all right, well, tell us in Melbourne, because I'll tell you what the stall weather's going to be. Top of 20 and partly cloudy around Melbourne. Uh, what have you got for me in stall? Uh, it's going to be a top of 21 today here, and I think it'll probably get a bit higher. It'll be cloudy, but it's going to be a beautiful day for the races. Just heard from Daz, and we'll get him on shortly, but the marquee right near the winning post at stall, even better. Don't have to go too far. Did you get your, um, your calendar from the Bureau of Meteorology uh, during the week? Have they been listening to you? Did you, don't tell me they went around to everybody. I thought I was special. No, no. I got, no, envelope, I, one, of those, I got one of those tubes that turned up on my desk. You see it addressed to you, and I'm, so I open it up. I'm thinking, who's sending me a calendar? And I'll have a look who it's from. The Bureau of Meteorology. So did they, send, did they actually send everyone? No, or no, 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 no. Listen to you. Listen to you. Because <laughs> I, I thought they, they have understood that I'm now officially their weather guy. Because well, we talk about it every week. So I'm now part of the Christmas uh, present sort of category. I wonder if Mark Rothfield got one. Because he's got his own weather wall. He thinks he's part of the team. But sure, he got a calendar like I did. Uh, well, I think you're safe. Uh, no one, I'm, every, I'm looking around at the team and nobody else got one. So it's, it's all you. It's all you. Uh, well, uh, speaking of, speaking of uh, there's a bit of bruising going on during the week, by the way. And I, I hate to do it to our, our guys, um, Peter and Manny Gallegotis. But uh, we call bruising when uh, someone, someone of note uh, does something extraordinary or passes or... In Bert Newton's case, when he passed away and mm. Bruce McAvaney held up, you know, retired from the microphone, everyone puts themselves in stories with him. Well, I hate to say it, the Gallagatis boys, but uh, I saw a tweet you put out there in 2009, we needed a job done in the Murray Cup. 
Sav Quar was a decent horse and a terrific wet track, and we needed a big ride on a big day to win the hometown. It's like a broken record. Hashtag Core Bossy. Big day race rider. Look, hashtag the boss. I'm thinking, oh, it's a the long boys tipped in. And they listen, to the, they listen to this show. And so I'm sorry, Manny, I'm calling you and Pete out. Whoever's running your socials, you even served yourself in the Glenn Boss story. Bit of bruising, and we'll get an update on Margaret's banner when we speak to Margaret after 10 o'clock, of course. Um, be sun smart this summer. Remember the slip, slop, slap, seek, and slide. Uh, Nathan Brown's with us for Sportsbet. Uh, Sportsbet with mates. It's group betting made better. Gamble responsibly. Uh, Pickers will come back to you in just a moment. Brownie's right. uh, on board. Nathan Brown, hello, mate. Yeah, morning, boys. Packing of cups on today. 2,500 metres and smoking Romans is your favourite. Jamie Carr on board. Mara and Eustace flying as well. $3.30 into three twenty now. Smoke and Roman's last six runs, its starting price has averaged around $2.40. So every time it runs, market is behind it. Then you've got team captain is going for four in a row for Matthew Kamani at $4.80. And Man Kane won really well last start, $5. It's shifted from $4.50. The good four might be a little bit of an issue for some people. Mimi's awarded $11. But Smoke and Roman's for Jamie Carr and Eustace, $3.30. The best backed in early markets for the Packenham Cup. Nicely done, Nathan Brown. Sports bet with mates. Start your group. Uh, bet together. Share the moment. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. one 858 We'll catch up with Brownie in just a minute. And Pickers, you wouldn't believe this. Tags actually text in on 0433 yeah. I still won the game. David oh, no, Taggart. He is, honestly, I've seen some bad pool players in my mm. time. And I'm not great, I have to admit, but his, his style didn't even look right. It looked like he never played before. Oh, the, the the game of pool lost part of itself that night. That's well, that's how bad it was. I was going to say, his technique is just it's not to scratch. No. And he, and he needs some lessons. I've seen blokes that have had 40 beers at a pub play better than that. The, the, the problem, and the thing that occurred to Pickers, as I said, he had the crowd in the palm of his hands. Whenever he'd sink a shot, they'd explode. By the end of it, people just wanted to go home. They were so dejected, <laughs> flat. Jam right out of the donut. Oh, I'll go yeah. as far as to say it almost ruined the Christmas party. <laughs> it went around on social media, so I got quite the feedback. Uh, well, he'll be on the show later on, so we better not go too hard. No, we'll have a chat to him then. We love your tags. And he is listening because he's texting. Hey, uh, Rachel, uh, Sam, oh, Sam Senenko is going to join us, the store racing club manager, uh, on the other side of this. You're listening to Off the Bench. Welcome back to Off the Bench, uh, Liam Pickering, Sam Hargraves filling in for Hutchie. Happy birthday to you, Hutch. Uh, get a nice cold frozen Coke. It's only a dollar at Macca's and we do it for tyre power. Get your free five-minute tyre safety check and our talkback line for IMAR Insurance, a tradies mate called 13 IMAR. Pickers, before we welcome in uh, Rachel Samsonenko, there's a couple of great texts coming through about Christmas party rules to live by. Mm-hmm. We, we put ours up uh, a, a little while ago, and now we're getting some great uh, additions to our rules that we've put up. Um, this is from Dan from Spinning Disc Entertainment in Southbank. He said, hi, gents. As a wedding and corporate DJ, I love the Christmas party shenanigans, but here's three key rules I suggest for everyone. If you haven't been asked to make a speech, don't ask the DJ for the mic. That's not good. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Don't touch the DJ gear. There's 100 buttons on the decks and 97 of them, of them stop the music. You won't be a hero to your colleagues. Okay, that makes very good sense as well. Don't ask for the same song more than once. If the DJ didn't play it the first time, there might be a reason. If your kid's yeah. screaming at you for chocolate, how do you feel? It's great to see everyone out partying again. Have a great time. Some good ones there. <laughs> No, there's some good ones. That last one, though, no. If uh, I get a roll and I want to hear a song, I'm going to be asking them more than once. 
Tags has text back into, don't worry about my Trixie today. I think he's I think he's really thrown the toys He's had a little silk hazard because he's such a bad pool player. Oh, the bottom lip's <laughs> gone right to the floor. Oh, he, well, he thinks he's going to get away with because Hutchie's not here. He won't get away with David, just I'll let you know now. You're not getting away with it. Uh, and a couple here. This is one too, and we'll... we'll <laughs> I won't go into all the details here, but apparently mm-hmm. this is someone texting in saying that we had a, a temp staff member who returned yep. to the office at 3 a.m. on the Christmas party, spent an hour karate kicking office furniture, using a fire extinguisher and hiding from security under the desk, all captured on CCTV. That's what you call it. Got a bit big on you, but he's, unfortunately. He was always known as the karate kid post the event. <laughs> I can't believe he was... Kept his he was, job. Well, how did you keep his job? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's he's only rude. temping, and he ends up with a full-time job. He must have done a good old, good old job kicking. Uh, and this is a good one too, uh, Pickers. No stealing other people's Christmas hams. Oh, this day, this happened to you. <laughs> no Sam Ham, of course. It was this. Was it this time last year or the year before? The year before. Two years ago. It's mm. two years. In the the investigation's been going two years. We still don't know who's taken Sam Hargrave's ham from two seasons ago, two Christmases ago. Yep. And and, it, and and when you work in radio, there's there's two hams. There's the smaller ham, but then you yeah. know you've you might have made it. Like getting yeah. your first baggy green. When you get your first big bataki ham, like the big yeah. one on the bone, you, you, you know. You know. You, you know you're a part of the permanent staff yeah. on air. Yeah. So you were really just a filling guy back then. I thought you must have had a small ham. No, it was the monster. It was the big deal. I, I look. I know that we've a lot of people have been named on that, but my understanding is Adam Cooney's got he's right in the frame for what? mine. He's, cert, he's certainly been spoken to about it. <laughs> I, it and what I, was his I, alibi? I, well, I, look, I, I didn't think it sounded very convincing. <laughs> That's my view. I put it to him one day and I said, well, "You were in the building at that time, and you had a bit of a guilty look on his face." Well, I will pick that. Part of the investigation. Now, this is breaking news to me, and I will pursue that. I thought we discussed this. Maybe it was me and Hutchie discussed it on air. I'm not sure. I will pursue I might that. Be completely, I might be completely wrong too, but I've got a feeling his name was brought into the frame somehow. Well, well, well. Adam Cooney, expect a call. Uh, the store. <laughs> it was two years ago. Jeez. <laughs> it's going to be a, it's a cold case now. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, Rachel Samsonenko, the Stall Racing Club manager. Massive day. Uh, join the off-the-bench marquee today at Stall, all for Country Racing Victoria. Country Racing Strong. Visit country.racing.com. Rachel, hello to you. How are you going? Absolutely sensational. Now, uh, how are we shaping up for the day? You're a trainer there yourself, uh, originally from Geelong. You've taken the role up uh, through COVID and, and doing a ripping job at that. Uh, how are we looking for what's a really big day for Stall today? It's been a challenge through the COVID period, but now that it's open slather, as I call it, it's looking to be a great day. We've sold plenty of tickets. The weather's fantastic. The track's in great order, and it's going to be a fantastic day. Now, Rachel, you're, you're a trainer yourself, as, as Sam mentioned. Uh, no horses in today, I notice. Is it just because it's a bit busy? Yeah, it's quite stressful. I tried that one at Easter and learned a lesson, so... <laughs> I'll, hope, I'll hopefully have a runner later in the week, depending on the border closures in South Australia. So we'll see how we go then. Now, I believe you ran into the counter country racing last night, Darren Galley, uh, at the Gift Hotel. Is, is that am I, am I on the right money on the money there? Yeah, I was just sitting at the end of the table when I said to uh, my friends, I said, I reckon that's the guy from CRV and and uh, Jenny, the the girl, the waitress at the Gift Hotel. She said, Oh, my friend Rachel, she. She manages the club, and he goes, are you Rachel? And I'm like, yep. So I got to finally put a face to the name. 
There you go. Well, he's sitting right next to me in my mother's lounge room at the moment in uh, in Cooper Street. <laughs> he's demolished a plate of bacon and eggs and sausage, uh, and we're getting ourselves ready. We've got the he's got the best bets for stall. We've got the form guide in front of us. What sort of crowd are we going to get this afternoon, Rach? Oh, look, I'm hoping for a big crowd. We've sold over 500 tickets online, and we've got a heap of Christmas parties booked in. Um, we've had some beautiful new landscaping done, so hopefully. We get people through the gate and we're set for a big day. Well, I've been at the Stall Cup in the last, I don't know how many years. We've hardly missed one when we could get here. But uh, I haven't been to this race meeting. Last time we were there, we were behind, we're in the grandstand somewhere with our marquee. But I believe today you've got us uh, position 1A, right near the, our marquee, yep. right near the winning post. Pole position for you guys today. So it'll be a fantastic event, I think. <laughs> Rachel, how big a deal is it for the town to, to have one of their favourite sons return in the form of Liam Pickering? Have we seen like a ticker tape parade or is oh, there, yeah. you know, is it media appearances, local paper, radio? What, what, how is the town celebrating the return home? Well, I'm not actually sure. I've been so busy I haven't taken any notice of what's going on in the town. But um, I'm sure it's a, it's a great thrill for the locals and everyone will get amongst it. <laughs> Rachel, I'm sure it's not. Trust me, I'm sure it's not. This is this is just you know, being a goose. Uh, I'm just adding a bit of mayo. It's okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this whole show's mayonnaise. Don't worry about that. <laughs> now we've got a bit of a late jump today. One twenty-six for the first race and the last race at five sixteen. It's a seven-race card. What time was our marquee opening? Do you know? Are you across the the details, or was that a, something of a Darren? Well, the gates open. The gates open at eleven, so. You can roll on in and have a great time from, I'd say, 12 onwards. 12 onwards. You've had a big breakfast, you'll be right. We'll be right, yeah. This is the the old lining of the stomach's been sorted. Uh, Now, what about your your horses? Have you got one? uh, How many have you got in work at the moment? I've got five in work at the moment, so I'm a bit busy. We've had a a gallop this morning and looking set for a couple of runners this week and fingers crossed for some Christmas luck. Yeah, okay. So what's what's the best of your, uh, your nags? At the moment, I've got a little one called Tavalier Miss. She was out with injury for uh, 18 months and she bounced back last prep and had a win in a second. So she's back to her form again this prep. So fingers crossed she can pick up another race for me. And I've got a couple of unraced ones as well. So we'll, we'll see how we go. We'll put those we'll, in our, uh, our black, black books, book. Rachel. Thank you so much. Uh, Stall Racing Club Manager Rachel Sampsonenko. Massive day in Stall today. You can join the Off the Bench Marquee today at Stall or for Country Racing. Victoria Country Racing Strong. Visit country.racing.com. Have a great day, Rachel. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. See you out there. Hang on, hang on, hang on Rachel. Oh. Before you go, we've got to ask you one question. Have you got a tip yeah. for us today? We always like you get the local meant. tips. Just give us one. I haven't got any tips. I haven't even read the form guide. Oh, right. My bad. You've let yourself down. I'm not a very good. I'm not very good at this stuff. I only care about my own horses. Sorry. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, thank you, Rachel. Really appreciate it. Uh, Darren Gailey will join us a little later uh, to set up the day as well. But up next, pickers, third person self congratulator of the year, and things are getting very, very tight at the top. We'll go through the votes uh, and the performances from the week on the other side of this on off the bench. The Malcolm Blight Snap.
Medal for the Third Person Self-Congratulator of the Year for John Allen and the John Allen Appliance Sales Hotline, 9800 You couldn't throw me a bone or two, Hussie, after I helped bloody build you. I'm not saying I changed the game, but I did. Well, I put it this way, Dusty's the only player I don't get insulted being compared to. Oh. <laughs> Tagger goes bang! <laughs> like the little master, I went, yeah, Sachin, oh. 10 Tagger. Delfino, skillful. My friends call me Robbo. You can call me Robbo I'm a great football player. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. And I'll continue to be great. I need a little bit of Liam time. <laughs> you can get Dwayne's word on Twitter. You can get Dwayne Russell on Twitter. You can get Dwayne Russell on Instagram if you want to have a look at, you know, whatever I'm doing over daytime. And why wouldn't you want to know what the pipe's doing of a daytime? It's great advice to live by. Unbeatable deals at John Allen. Better home living. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Time for the third person self-congratulator of the year. Things very tight at the top. Dave Taggart with just a five-vote lead over three-time winner Malcolm Blight. Pickers maybe the only one that can mount a late charge on 83 votes. Diesel on 71. Gary and Tim, 57. And Jared Waitley rounding out uh, on 50. Campbell Brown, a disappointing year on 48 votes. Uh, Pickers, six vote-getters this week. But, gee, that's tight between Tags and Blighty. Yeah, I don't see... Oh, there's no, no one else could win. I mean, you said I have a chance still. I'm 120 votes behind. No chance. If you have a big and, day and at two... stall today, you never know what could come no. out of that. There's not a hope in hell. I mean, Jared Waitley, to be fair, did get 50 in one uh, one debut performance, which was an unbelievable knock. Uh, uh, Diesel Williams, Diesel Williams, not enough platforms for him. Gary Timmer finished for the year. Campbell Brown, I think, had a solid year. A solid year. I mean, he's in line for the Sebi for mine, and he's done some extraordinary self-congratulating on uh, on SEN track. So he's one to watch for next year. And Dave Taggart, of course, who won the Sebi last year, is uh, vying. He's trying to take on the legendary Malcolm Blight, who's going for four in a row, if you can believe it. And no one's so, ever gone from Sebi to the JB medal. No, nah, and Taggart looks like the only one that can do that. Mm. I, I can't see too many others being at that sort of uh, level of capability. But now, I'm leaving the votes to you. Normally, I would take these the role of giving these votes out, mm. but I'd normally find some votes for Hutchie, and then he takes them off anyway. So I'm going to let you do it this week, uh, Sammy, so where are you going to start? Big responsibility for Lock on Babysitting Someone Else's Kids. Um, so I'll take it seriously. We're starting out with uh, the, the minor vote-getters this week, and let's start with uh, Collingwood superstar Jeremy Howe. One vote for this. Yeah, because it's interesting. Like, you've won, a, I think, a Best Clubman Award, and, like, I don't feel back like... Back-to-back. Back-to-back. <laughs> not, not, okay. a, not a real <laughs> award that you want to be bragging about, would you? Best Clubman? Best Clubman? No. No, it's not one that I'd be uh, putting on the mantelpiece. Hammer Hartlett's Club and Award on SENSA pickers. Three votes for this. Uh, happy to be here, mate. Happy to help you out. Coming in at number four. So just like the old days uh, with cricket as well, mate. Steve Smith, they call me these days on radio. So you can confirm as well. You know Alex uh, personally. So That's my we... first name drop for the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? Quarter past six. Oh, he's actually my mate. Uh, uh, actually, mate. Start, calling, <sighs> start calling him Kezza and all these types of do you, little... want to, do you want to start talking about Travis Head as well? Because I've got his phone number. <laughs> oh, Heady. <Yeah. laughs> of course you do. So some solid Who... name dropping from Hammer Hartlett there. Who's Hammer Hartlett? Is that Hamish? Hamish Hartlett. Yeah, doing yeah, a great okay. job. It's, yeah, but his name's Hammer now, is it? That's what he's going with. Okay, good on you, Hammer. He's a good player, Hamish Hartlett. Such is the influence of Malcolm Blight that we're still working our way through this his back catalogue uh, for the year. This is where we're starting to get into some serious votes. 14 votes uh, for this as we finally come to the end of the Blighty backlog. 14? Cage, it, I, I got a feeling, I, I mean, I got a little bit involved with the rebuild of the Adelaide Oval. Let's just say the whole bit with the Sacker and, and, and the Sandful. Yep. 
I, I actually coached the high school team that I used to play for, you know, as a 19-year-old, 20-year-old. So it was actually good for you. I met Russell while he was coaching at Woodville. Great bloke. Always said, g'day. He lived on Oval Avenue and spoke a lot to Russell. Rest Ooh, in peace. I just lived off Oval Avenue, of course. Yeah. David Dench was the current captain as a 22-year-old, mind you, at North Melbourne, which is far too young. Barry walked into the place and just impressed everyone with everything and became the captain without having played a game for North Melbourne. So it's a bit like Mitch yeah. McCarran doing that. So there is time. And you know what he ended up doing? Holding up the Premiership Cup. And I was just standing right behind him. Solid from Blighty. It actually puts him now one Do vote it. clear of David Taggart picks. It, it's a, it's a it's, well, it's a strange way to go. You've, you've gone one vote, three votes, 14 votes. Who's next? I'm just reading them as they you're come all through. Like, you're all out of whack, man. I'm just reading them as they come through. <laughs> you need to go the, the lowest to the highest. Yes, I'm aware of that, but this is how they've been presented to me. <laughs> so, that's, just a, that's a reference sheet. You can, you've, got to, you've got to put your own spin on it, man. Uh, this is Adam Cooney, big votes, 20. 20 votes uh, for this. 20? Yes. Hopefully he can win the Brownlow uh, route because the uh, the number one Brownlow uh, reunion dinners are, are getting a bit lonely. So uh, I'd like to see him join me soon. <laughs> Am I right in saying there's only one number one pick that's won a Brownlow? Uh, yes, that's a, one of the great trivia questions which Isn't I bring up regularly <laughs> at the trivia. <laughs> Every time I go to a trivia night, I slide a little twenty to the to the uh, to the MC, and I say, "Listen, mate, just make sure you throw this question in." Here's one for you. Round. <laughs> that's amazing, though. Don't you think? Well, well uh, amazing that I'm the only one who's won the brown, though. Well, I mean, that's one sort of aspect I'm of it, but. We're going to do the rest of the votes on the other side of the news. There's controversy oh, abounding. Going, John Allen better hope living spring sale on now. Massive reduction store-wide. JohnAllen.com.au. Uh, yes, indeed. Welcome back or welcome to Off the Bench, depending on which category you fall into. Wonderful to have your company. Sam Hargraves in the chair uh, for Hutch. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday to Hutch. And he's jetted off uh, to enjoy the day. Pickers, of course, is uh, present and correct and all ready for duty. Coming to us live from his mum's lounge room in stall. A big day at the stall races. G'day, Picks. G'day again, Sammy. Uh, great to uh, have the new audience on board. And you <laughs> don't start that zipper because my mother is uh, listening on delay in the other room. And she won't be all that thrilled if Hutchie's uh, not in the studio and you're playing that music, I can tell you. <laughs> and she did just cook us up some bacon and eggs and uh, they'll put the counter country racing sitting here having a good old time. And tell you what happened. You did yourself a mischief before the news, Sammy, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And I'd like to, to apologise uh, to the to the good people uh, who listen every week to Off the Bench and they tune in for a couple of really key segments. One of those is third person congratulator and I've sullied the reputation of said segment. I've brought great shame to that segment, <laughs> just like Tags did to the game of pool at the Christmas party uh, on the weekend uh, on really? Thursday night. What you've actually done is you've left votes in the bank. I and have. Hutchie will, will definitely pick them up like next week, but... Uh, if you're listening, Dimmer, Damien Hardwick, <laughs> you're coming next week, yes. my friend. And Tags, well, he's got votes still sitting in the shed as well. So we'll get to them when Hutch is back next week. So they'll be at the top of the tree. The important thing to know is that Malcolm Blight has actually just gone past Tags to be the leader by one point. No, a week not one to go. point. He's more than that. No, he's uh, he's on 209. He's, nine, he's got a nine-vote lead now. From David Taggart on the back of Malcolm Blight's 14 today. So and I continue to stuff up that segment. <laughs> yeah, Blighty's on 209, Tags 200, and then uh, a big, big gap to myself and Diesel and Gary and Tim, Jared Waitley, who was fantastic on debut. Uh, mm. So no one else can win. It's a racing two at the moment. 
the man shooting for his fourth in a row, Malcolm Blight, and David Taggart last year, Sebi winner, which will be uh, a ring dinger. So I do apologise uh, unreservedly and wholeheartedly uh, for the absolute schmozzle that I made of that segment. Uh, but it is a massive and, weekend, just, picks. Yes. Yeah, it, no, it's huge. Yeah, it, no doubt. There's that much sport going on. Bathurst we've got on the weekend, of course, and we've got the test match starting on Wednesday. We'll get to that with Margaret shortly. I'm so looking forward to this uh, Asher series. It's going to be an absolute beauty. Uh, issues with the border in Adelaide. It's being reported that the Adelaide border will be closed to Victoria and New South Wales and the ACT, I believe, for a couple of weeks on Monday. So that's a bit of a concern with the second test there. And of course, starting on the 17th. So I've got a few mates that are on a group text at the moment going nuts about... Uh, about the fact they've already booked their tickets and they might not be able to get there, which is disappointing. So let's hope it doesn't happen, but that's what's being reported by Jackie Felgate, and she doesn't. She very rarely gets them wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Big weekend as well. The NBL started last night. Tassie Jack Jumpers in front of a record crowd. Uh, they surpassed the highest uh, highest crowd that the Hobart Devils got back in the day in the NBL. They won their first ever NBL game. So congratulations to the Tassie Jack Jumpers beating the Bullets. The Wildcats beat the 36ers. WNBL starts this weekend. Big Bash starts this weekend. Picks. You've got the the stall racing where you are. And the AFL schedule dropped uh, last night early this morning and Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs uh, are going to kick off the season Wednesday night, March 16th, Wednesday night game. Melbourne get to unfurl the premiership flag. It should be a big crowd at the MCG and they uh, will kick off the season ahead of Carlton Richmond on Thursday night. Yeah. Well, I think I I actually think it's a good idea. Yes. I know a lot of people say, Oh, you'd like to build it up until there are a few games in, but I think the reigning premiers opening the season on a Wednesday is just superb. I, I really do. I mean, we're, we get it. we're used to the Thursday night anyway, and that doesn't change. Richmond and Carlton will still be doing that. Um, but, yeah, Bulldogs, Melbourne, it's going to be an absolute belter. And the D's fans, well, they're all out in force tomorrow anyway because there's going to be thirty-five to 40,000 at the MCG. As they all get together for the first time, they're going to represent the Cup to the reigning champs, the Melbourne Footy Club, and good on them and good on their fans. They've been patient. They've been a long time between drinks. Uh, absolutely. An ice cold frozen Coke. It's only a dollar at Macca's. We do it for tyre power, selected Toyo tyres. Buy three, get one free. All the talk back for IMAR Insurance. The tradies, mate, call 13IMAR. You can ring us at any stage. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. The best caller Seven. across the show gets a $200 Macca's voucher. Yes, picks. Yeah, it's, I'm just looking at my clock here. It says 10 past 10. What is that time for? Well, we know what time that's for. Thank you for being <laughs> I'd have made them all walk home for starters in bare feet. <laughs> they put on a shocking effort. Some of them wouldn't get a kick in a stable. What a pair of flops they are. You've heard that saying, Eddie everywhere. Well, it was Margaret everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a magic moment with Margaret. Uh, the absolute highlight of Off the Bench every week, a moment with Margaret. Hello, Margaret. Good morning, Sammy. How are you? I'm okay, Margaret. Just trying to pick myself up after really butchering the third person <laughs> self-congratulators segment. <laughs> Never mind. Pickers is there. He he holds the fort. How <laughs> are you, Margaret? I'm good, thanks, loving you. Yeah, I'm very, very well. Uh, gee, it's exciting good. times. You must be counting the sleeps until the ashes start. I am. I can't believe it. I, I, I'm really excited. I, I'm pleased for Kerry to get the job yeah. as the. Uh, uh, the glove to be the, the wicket keeper, yep. and what about uh, uh, Head? He's got a 
gig. I'm a bit disappointed about Kawaja, but look, I think perhaps before the test's over, he might get a little bit of a go. Who knows? Yeah, well, I think so, they'll be rotating a bit there, Margaret. I'm, I'm re- I really think happy they for, might. Alex, for Alex Carey. I'm with you. I, he was clearly the next in, char- in line, and yeah. there's a bit of talk yeah. about uh, Josh Inglis. He'll get his chance, but I think you've got to give Alex Carey a really good chance to, yeah. to own Ten that years spot. He's I- been in the job there, so. So, I, I, yes, I, he's ready. He's ready. I think he'll now, do a good job, but hope he does, yes. Yeah. What do we What do? we do? Look, all this talk about Mitch Stark, all of a sudden the likes of Shane Moore and a couple of these other older guys, of past players, have put a bit of an asset on Mitchell Stark. We'll go with him first, Tess, surely. What about the, the, just a pack of drones talking about, <laughs> the, the, saying that about Starkey? I mean, he's sure, sure, he didn't have a, a, a perfect year last year, but he had a lot on his plate too yeah. last year. He had a lot of worries, and, uh, and he, deserves, he deserves the chance to go into the test. He deserves that. He's been long enough there doing a good job. So they should hold their tongue. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm a Stark fan. Uh, I know he didn't bowl as, as you said as well last year as he can, but he's in my team. He's anyone that's bowling 150 k's oh, an yeah, hour. In my team too. In my team too. You, you can see you watch the fact though, Margaret, that whenever Shane Warne uh, puts Mitchell Stark under the microscope, the very next game Mitch Stark plays, he comes out uh, breathing fire oh, and brimstone, and always and plays well. Always plays well. Always plays well. He's just Shane Warne's just big noting. He's just a big, big, <laughs> big noise. That's all. Big noise. A big noise. He's a commentator. He has got plenty he's, to say. He's, a, he's a, great, a great cricketer, was, a great bowler. Uh, okay. But he's had his time. Button up. Shut up. <laughs> they haven't got no, anything nice to say. Don't say anything, my mother used to say. That's good <laughs> he's got, advice. Now, he's, uh, he also had Nathan. He's got Nathan Lyon under the pressure as well. He, he, oh, I know. Pointing yeah, the finger at everybody. You know? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he was a champion. He was the best. Shane Warne's actually the best cricketer I've seen. Yep. He's the best cricketer I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. He was. He was. I know he was, but uh, he knew it. <laughs> and he, he likes you saying it. That's he, he knew it, uh, Margaret. He knew it. Just on another yeah. topic, uh, you've had a bit of a you've had a, an interesting week, uh, and it's all to do with a jet ski. Can you please fill us in on what's happened uh, to oh, you? Have, the have story I had of a the jet week. ski. My Wesley, the Rocky, was selling a jet ski. And the guy come. Adrian and his beautiful daughter, Macedon, Macedon, that's not it, Madison, come to pick it up. <laughs> Macedon. Macedon, yeah, I'm thinking, that's almost where he lived, I think. Anyway, uh, <laughs> come through the house, and of course, what have I got in the house but a couple of cut cutouts of a couple of guys? And he looked at them and he said, what are these? Oh, he said, off the bench. And Wesley said, you watch off the bench? Oh, I watch it every Saturday morning. You like it? Oh, I love it. Oh, yes. Well, turn around and look behind you. See that old girl sitting in that chair? Who do you think it is? He looked at it. He said, I don't know. He said, that's Margaret. Well, really, Pickers, I was very excited with, with, the, uh, with the acknowledgement he gave me. 
Uh, oh, really? He was so quite excited to meet me. Can you believe that? And meet I, an old girl like me. I can't and, believe uh, it. <laughs> he, he got his photo taken with me here in, here in Madison. I got it right that time. Got it uh, taken with me. And uh, we had quite a good chat. And then when he's going, oh, I should have got you to uh, sign the Autograph the ski. My Wesley <laughs> says, don't autograph the ski. <laughs> you can't do that. I said, I'll autograph the trailer. So Mar- <laughs> Margaret from SEN on the trailer. <laughs> so I'll go in the drink every now and then. <laughs> oh, that is funny. So you've the been, trailer you've been, will be backed into the drink. You've been, you've been papped <laughs> at your own home. Oh, I had it. It was lovely. It was really, really lovely to be acknowledged, to think that they watched our show and, and loved it so much. So he said to me, don't forget to send me a cheerio, and I said, I won't. So I've got to say, now, this, this I presume this is a name they put together. Yep. So I've got to send a cheerio to all the Mazadod's finest. Now, M-A-Z-E-N-O-D-S, the Mazadod's finest. Yep. I think they must be a school a school name. He said the school yep. boys, they watch every week your show and they love it. So there you go, boys. Uh, thanks very much for watching us and thumbs up to Adrian and Madison. Go on, you're Adrian. Well done. I'm glad you listened and you've got to meet Margaret. There you go. What a thrill. Enjoy and the now, ski. Margaret, um, I'm sitting yes. here with the Count of Country Racing, who we haven't introduced yet, but I might just put him on because uh, I, we were talking about Margaret's banter. And as yes. we say hello to Darren Galley from Country Racing Victoria, Daz. Yes, good morning, Pixie. Yes. Good morning, Margaret. Now, where's, um, what's the plan of attack with Margaret's banter? Very exciting news, Margaret. At this stage, uh, she may run on Wednesday at Sandown. So, entered for Wednesday at Sandown, which is very exciting. Have you wow. been across that? So, Sandown that races Wednesday. Manny yes. and Peter have got it at least nominated. So, if we get a run... We're in town. Yes, well, no Monday We're morning. We're in town. Place. That sounds yes. good to me. I get the running shoes on there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll certainly be getting out there, that's for sure. Should be getting the running shoes on, yes. That sounds good. Oh, oh, she sounds as if she's fit. It was a disappointing run for her last time, and it wasn't her style to do that. But, uh, so, okay, we hope for the best or, or hope for a good run on Wednesday. That'll be lovely. Sandown, where's Sandown? Sandown. How far out is that? Well, it's it's just the other side of Melbourne. It's it's a city it's a city meeting. Like it's like yes. So there's only the only city meetings are Caulfield, obviously Flemington, Sandown, and Moonee Valley. So it's one of the city me- oh. city meetings. Oh, um, sounds I, exciting, doesn't it? My, yes. big, my, big prize money too, Margaret. It's about thirty five thousand dollar race. <laughs> Will we get a run oh. there? Is the question. Yes, she's uh, oh. she's actually well up in the order of entry. So if they oh, decide really? to accept, she'll definitely get a run. Okay. Well, we might oh, have to sort of touch base. That sounds great. Sounds hey, good no. to me. Margaret, have you got a song to send us off with? Well, what a, I, what better than happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Hutchie, happy birthday to you. Bye. Hip, hip. Hooray. Right. Say it, Margaret. <laughs> Margaret, absolutely on fire and so much love coming through off the text. 0433981116. Darren Galley's going to hang around, picks, and we're going to get stuck into uh, all things country racing on the other side of this on Off the Bench.
Uh, Sam Hargraves filling in for Hutchie today on Off the Bench. Pickers is on duty and in stall ahead of a big day of stall racing today. An ice cold frozen Coke is just a dollar at Macca's and all thanks to Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. You can give us a call at any stage on the IMAR Insurance open line. IMAR Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR. And uh, a lot of people texting in, Pickers, just saying how on fire Margaret was on 0433981116. She came off the long run and... Uh, it's just Excellent a star. Today. Excellent today. Very, very good. She, she was up and about today. She must have been happy about Hutchie's birthday, but that ski store was a belter. Yeah, good that she signed the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a cheer squad out there. Absolutely, and so she should. Uh, let's talk a little bit of country racing with the Count of Country Racing, uh, Darren Galley. The country is back racing strong. Support local communities and visit country.racing.com. Back where we belong, country racing strong. The country is back racing strong again. Local Support local communities and visit country.racing.com. Darren Galley, hello, mate. Yes, good morning, Noham and uh, Pix, how are you, mate? <laughs> We're going well, Dazzler. You, you're full as a gook now. You've, you've been yes, fed. I've had a big feed from uh, Patty P's Kitchen, so bacon, eggs, uh, tomato. Yeah, I noticed you had a bit of tomato. Mm, I'm not a tomato nice. eater myself. but no. start to the day. Yeah, very, very good. So, now we're in for a good day. I think we're going to get a decent crowd by the sounds of it. And the weather's going to be perfect, actually, for us today. It's perfect weather. I think about uh, 22, 23, a bit of a breeze out there now. Uh, a few clouds around, but uh, expecting a crowd of two and a half to 3,000, I'd say, there today. Well, we've sold out our marquee, finally. Like marquee, you've got uh, just on 100 people. And then I believe uh, Andrew Bobbin, who's a trainer nearby, he's yeah, actually good going to join the marquee as well. Is he? Well, he's got his... Uh, Mine on the job. I He's mean, got a number of runners today. So he had uh, Ryder Smithchuk running yes last night at Moonee Valley, I reckon. Indeed, yes. He yeah, did, yeah. didn't quite get the job done last no. night, which was disappointing. We've also got a special guest on the marquee today, Shanae O'Meara, who is uh, one of the stars of our TV ad. She's a, a young apprentice jockey that uh, almost died in a tragic race fall a few years oh, ago. Oh, really? But uh, has fought back uh, country racing strong, and uh, she'll join us for a chat. She's got four rides today, so I hope we'll get a mail there as well. I've just got my, uh, I got uh, just got four race tips from my man, who really just does Melbourne, Sydney, and Perth. Okay, he's just sent me through uh, race for tips in races three, four, five, and seven. Okay. That'll do us. That'll do us. That'll see us through, as they say. Um, it's going to be a good fun day today, Daz. Uh, Big weekend of country racing. I'm just having a look at the, the list you've sent through. It takes up four pages of my rundown. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've got have, you to, know, uh... have you noticed that, Sammy? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying to get <laughs> through it. Sort of a it's war a... and peace style set up here. It's a big <laughs> novel. They used to have, mate, there used to be an attachment at the back was one page. No. And now it's got, now it's got four oh, pages. I go with the old saying, because you better be looking at it than looking for oh, it. Oh, you yeah. use that at breakfast. Yeah, I, did, <laughs> <laughs> I said, we don't need any more toast. What, was that in relation <laughs> to breakfast, was it? <laughs> yeah, Darren said, Darren said, well, it's better to be looking at it than <laughs> for it. <laughs> so, yeah, busy day today. So, obviously, the Sports Spec Packenham Cup today is the uh, the major Metro race meeting. Obviously, stall gift hotel uh, Christmas races here. Well, you, 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 you sampled the stall gift oh, last I night, go, I believe. Uh, reward the sponsor with my uh, custom last night. Also, the <laughs> Belnaring Christmas picnics today. And then tomorrow, the big TAB Werribee Cup, which is a cracking race day. And also, the Bansdale Christmas races. So, get down to the Gippsland area if you can. 
Absolutely will be. Are you? Uh, how are you feeling, uh, Daz? You, you're a big deal whenever you go to any country racing meet, and 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 doors open for you wherever you go. But given that you're rolling in with Stalls Finest uh, today, do you feel like you're just rolling a, a little bit bigger, and red carpets will just unfurl themselves wherever the two of you shall go? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, you probably saw yesterday, Sam, that they've actually changed the street sign near the oh. race course to the Pickering DSA. So <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> as they should. A special suburb for him. You know, they, you know this goose next sitting next to me did. So he said through on Twitter, and he commented off the bench and me and everyone. There's a right next to the right next to the race course is Pickering Road. Darren's gone out of his way to put a little sticker over the top of the RD with a DSA designated smoking area. <laughs> I said, "Did you take it down after you took the photo?" He said, "No." Nah. Oh, They'll be there for years. <laughs> it's it's staying across the road at the caravan park. I saw that online. I was like, "Come on, Darren." No, is that why police are much. giving us a call looking to speak about some vandalism that's gone on exactly. in the fair city of Stall? No, I, 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 so I knew someone who may have done it because it wasn't me. Oh, no, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, you got a couple of other marquees coming up too, Dazzler. Yes, mate. We're off to uh, Camperdown for Camperdown Cup Day on January the 15th. Tickets are on sale now for 150 and then off to Wangaratta for their Cup Day on March the 5th. And then we uh, head up to Swan Hill in June and Mildura Cup in July. So a busy few months ahead into the new year and looking forward to uh, today to actually getting back on the winner's board picks. We've had a, a slow start. At well, we've only had the one. Yeah, yeah look, I, I, yeah, well, I found it difficult. I thought the conditions were tricky that, that day at Cranbourne. One, it was wet. It was really wet. We weren't worried about the track being... Uh, the race has been called off, firstly. Yes. Secondly, we had that little pest, that four-foot-eight pest that was barracking against us all day and yelling out at the top of his voice that Scotty was going to lasso over the fence at one stage, just pick him up by his shorts, just throw him over the fence. But was that tags? Today, well, this was a few weeks ago at Cranbourne. Uh, Scotty got a bit sick of him in the end. <laughs> so did I, I must say. That was a tricky day, but I reckon today's our day of... Just feeling so. pretty confident about our marquee chances this afternoon. We're going to kick off in the first race in Sydney with a sure thing. The only way it can lose, apparently, is the jockey stuffs it up. That's, now, that's exactly from the trainer. Isn't that <laughs> right? Race, race one, number one. Nicky's fling. Nicky's fling in, in Sydney. We just haven't listened to the trainer's report. His exact words were? Uh, you know, I told the, the jockey, Rachel, the only way it can lose if you stuff it up. <laughs> that's a good lead in, isn't it, <laughs> Sam? I think so. Uh, absolutely. And... Uh, the, the, the card today at Stall, first race at one uh, twenty six first about midday, last about midnight, I'd reckon, for you two uh, at the races today. So <laughs> He's written that in, in the form book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, uh, what have you got for us? Just a tip from both of you for Stall today. All right, I'll give you one. I'll give you one that's going to be winning. I'm not sure what price it's going to be. It'll be decent odds, I think. Race four, number 11. There you go. Race four, number 11 at Stall. Is going to be winning today, and I'll see what price it is, Darren. While we're talking, it is race four, number eleven. It is five dollars. Autumn's best, Linda Meach. I love Linda Meach. She's a rock jock. She's a beautiful front-running jockey, and and that'll be winning. What about you, I, Darren Galley? Yeah, last race today. The old get-out stakes. The get back to the gift hotel handicap for picks. <laughs> Number eight, Magnolia Rose. Uh, local trainer Dane Smith trains on the course. You think he would have set it for today? So Magnolia Rose, race seven, number eight. Well, my man is tipping ra- race seven, number two, <laughs> against you. That's okay. That might be a two-bet strategy. Could well be. Uh, All right. So Pickers yeah, race four, bit, number eleven. Darren Galley race seven, number eight. Pickers. Yeah. Now I'm just going to say, uh, I'm just looking at race four that I've just tipped eleven in. Do you still own High Delta? 
Uh, no, we sold out the High Delta a few starts ago. So well, it's racing against us in that race. It's yes, number nine yes. in the same race. Yeah, he, cup. Uh, it's Andrew Bobbin now. Hasn't won for about three years, High Delta. So if he wins today, I won't be happy. No, uh, especially if you're there and you're going to watch it win when you're not on board. Correct. All right. Well, enjoy just uh, riding on the coattails of maybe the greatest ever come out of the, the, the town of Stall, Darren. <laughs> Have a wonderful day and we'll speak to you next week. Good on Sammy. Uh, we're back racing strong again. Visit countryracing.com. Off the record, up next on Off the Bench. All for the ice cold frozen coke. It's only a dollar at Macca's. And don't forget, too, the best caller across the show gets a $200 Macca's voucher. You can call 1-300-23-55-48. And we do it all for Thai Power. The Summer Scorcher sale is now on. Now, Pickers, it would only be be very prudent of me to step right away after the debacle that was the third person <laughs> self-congratulator and let you take the reins of this. Off the record. Google search what David Erner warns. And here's one bloke that's getting no attention whatsoever. Daily Vale. Dale Bailey. <laughs> First event, 1,200 metres. Zutori's agitated. Good. Set to gallop. Fellow was he Fanasi. Fanasi Kokonakis. Uh, before we move off this frivol conversation. Frivol. Welcome to you, Mick. Yeah, you know, it's How you going, mate? Good. He's no certainty to face Richmond. We really want him to play. We want the Duddy and Busty show. So, boys, this is not the time for false humidity. We've got plenty more to come. Uh, we're going to wrap up after this. Off the record for Choices Flooring. Choices Flooring's room view makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to find out more. The floor is yours, Pickers. <laughs> Gee, that was a, a really just a handle on the goal square, wasn't it? Uh, all right, let's get into it for choices flooring, room view, make choices, make choosing flooring flooring easy, I should say. Uh, now, Dave Taggart starts the week strong. This was Sunday, so last Sunday, this is how he started showing us his worldly knowledge like this. Victoria as a ranker. Mm-hmm. There you go. Who's also Belugian? Belarus. Belugian. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, right. from Belarus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the listers love him. They yes. adore him, in fact. Yep. Never take on the tagster, says John. Yeah, come on. Enough adulation. Oh, I don't so need it. Adoration, uh, I would yeah, have thought. Yeah, same thing. Adulation. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. My English ain't the greatest. You don't need it. My Never English a true word greatest. spoken. <laughs> well, if Paul playing you right, is not much better. <laughs> uh, now, Josh Jenkins, JJ, who will join us later in the program. He joined Andy again this week on Drive, doing a pretty good job too. Yes. Uh, I would say he had his mind elsewhere when he was talking about the Matildas. M- Miranda Kerr, Kerr was denied a, uh, a goal. The American goalkeeper was fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know. Miranda mm. Kerr? Miranda Kerr? <laughs> Come on, JJ. Fair dinkum. Now, <laughs> Dwayne, uh, admittedly, he's admitted actually that he's, his knowledge isn't as great across soccer. He had a go anyway, didn't he? Had a few opinions on Sam Kerr on the text. I asked you the question that's been posed on our text line a couple of times. How good is she and should she have won the Ballon d'Or? Well, she finished third in the Ballon d'Or, which... <laughs> he went with Dior. <laughs> Ballon d'Or. That might be the fragrance that he likes to wear. Yeah, it is. Well, I think that's <laughs> exactly he what he was up. thinking about. <laughs> Miranda Kerr followed by Dior. That sounds about right. Uh not much better about uh, the cricket here from un- the pipe, unfortunately. Josh Inglis joining us in a battle with Alex Carey to be Tim Plain's replacement. <laughs> Tim Plain. Uh, poor old uh, Tim. How quickly we forget. Time. Uh, how quickly we forget, all right. <laughs> Jeez, the captain a week ago. He's been gone uh, a minute. <laughs> he's been gone a minute. He's all of a sudden become Bradley Plain. Okay, <laughs> and uh, this one here with Dustin Martin. Oliver. 
is the order of betting for the Brownlow. Then Jack Steele, Lockie Neal, Damien Martin, uh, Damien Martin, Dustin Martin <laughs> is eight. <laughs> Damien Martin, who was a fabulous batsman, Absolutely. but I'm not sure he could win a Brownlow, I have, no. have to admit. Uh, now, this was, uh, I did like this on the project the other night. Um, uh, Walid Ali uh, was interviewing Mariah Kerr and thought he did a fabulous job, mm. job but didn't think Mar- uh, Mariah was quite on the, uh, on the money at the start. There's nothing more perfect than Mariah Carey at Christmas time, except perhaps for the start to our interview. Hi, Malid. Malid. Oh, it's a tough Deflating, start. isn't it? That's Very just... deflating. It's like someone coming on and calling you Steve. Fantastic <laughs> to be with you, Steve. I've had someone do that before. I was sitting with a friend, a person walked in, and and the person I was sitting with actually went to introduce me, but the person that was getting introduced to just went, no, no, I know Steve, we've met before. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know Steve we've met before yeah. yeah what happened to me at, uh, I've told this story plenty of times but you, you wouldn't have heard it so I might as well tell you everyone else probably has I was doing the at the Royal Children's Hospital Appeal and I was doing the uh, you know I was playing still and I was there with you know other footballers and whatever and getting interviewed and answering phones and all that sort of stuff and I started talking to Greg Childs and we chatted for a good 20 minutes and then it was my turn to go up on you know get interviewed so We'd had a great old chat. He'd ridden our horse, and you know, at the time, blah blah blah. And I said, oh, "I was fantastic meeting you, Greg. I hope to see you at the races. You know, when Flutie goes, uh, Bird runs around again." He goes, "Yeah, wonderful to meet you too, Larry." <laughs> <laughs> Larry, I, I was flat. Larry was Pickering. Very, yeah, Larry. I was very very flat. Right, Sammy McClure. He's so excited to get to the cricket. He's celebrating Boxing Day. How many times? Which is so. I, I love my cricket. Go to Boxing Day every single day. So I. Gee, I tell you, it's a lot of cricket. Boxing Day every single day. Uh, you can cut that up a few this, ways, can't you? you? You can. You can indeed. Now, the Today Show, <laughs> they had a guest on um, from Darwin, of course, always from Darwin because there's a croc involved. Absolutely. And his dog who had to fight a croc, right? So they just started, uh, decided it was a great idea to have, uh, have the old mate on with his dog. Uh, things got a bit out of control. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Relax, um, mate. Relax. You're not. You're not in a porn movie, mate. This is not. This is. This is just TV, right? It's always. We, yeah, we have very specific guidelines around this time slot. Just as a reminder. Um, it's not so much what he's trying to do. A bit, a bit of leg shagging at the moment. You know? <laughs> hey. He thinks. Hey, he thinks we're making a porn movie here. Oh. <laughs> he went twice. This is on the this is on the Today Show, if you can believe it. Working very blue. <laughs> and then, uh, unfortunately, on SEN Track, what's happened is uh, there, there was some some tec- technical difficulties, uh, technical difficulties, uh, and some mystery music just appeared out of nowhere, and the boys had to sort of try and deal with it. Rock outlaw, a dog that's been knocking on the door uh, of late, and I think uh, can feature over six hundred meters. Oh, we've just had some music play on the top. Not sure what's happening here. But we've got a bit of take on me. Uh Uh-huh. Cheering. Fudge has just stormed out. Look, I don't mind it. James, we might have to leave it there quickly, mate. We'll talk to you a bit later on. Love you, Tim. Love the soundtrack, guys. Thanks, guys. James Broadhurst there. We don't take him on at all. Tell you what, we haven't tipped the winner yet, and uh, we're playing the music earlier. An elongated version of the, of the music. Give me away. Bunch is run out of the studio, and I've never seen him move. Give me away, come on, boys. Might as well. 
Brown shining away. We're going to go to a break, though. You know what? When we come back... They could not stop that music, Sammy. It got louder. It, kept it got louder as it went on. Now... I'm well, not sure Oscars. where it came from, but uh, my I'm, look, I'm going out on a, on a limb here. I'd say that Zipper was panelling that day, and his food arrived, and he's hit the button as he's gone out to get his Mac as his Uber Eats, and I'd say what's happened is he's hit the button by mistake, disappeared to get his food, because when the food's in the building, the old Zip Zip, he oh, goes missing. He nailed it. <laughs> oh, there you go. So... Let's, 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 you'll probably put it on in, my, in this segment here. Anyway, it's Bill Laurie time, by the way. Got it! Steve Smith is on four. Should take it. Die dropped it. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start with Jared Healy. No, it's about getting the double vax. Just a little croak yep. there from the Jetta. Uh, Tony Shepard was on during the week. This is Tony. Tony, it's been a while. Welcome to you. Oh, hi, Jared. Good to be here from you again. <laughs> we might, might give that one more go. I actually didn't mind that. Tony, it's been a while. Welcome to you. Oh, hi, Jared. Good to be here from you again. <laughs> now, I don't know why it makes me laugh, the Bill Lorries, but it was all in the Brilliant. back of Hutchie. Hutchie does a lot of them. But uh, Jared's in there quite a bit as well. But anyway, so that's it from me. I reckon uh, it's... Well, it's still his choice as usual. So if Zipper's got his mind on the job, he'll give me something that I haven't heard for a while. RSP, RSPCET. It almost should be a do's and don'ts of radio. Don't go to the respect soundtrack unless you're really sure you can roll out the letters. You've got to be able to. That was, that was a few years ago on uh, on Fox as well. On uh, on the show he's no longer hosting. I think it was on uh, on the couch uh, when he did that. But anyway, that's it for me today. Choices Flooring Room View makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to find out more. We'll check in with Nathan Brown from Sportsbet on the other side of this and off the bench. RSP, RSPCET. Off the bench for McDonald's. Sip in the sunset on a one. Make sure you get an ice cold frozen Coke. It's only a dollar at Macca's. Sam Hargraves, Liam Pickering. Hutchie's away. It's his birthday today for tyre power. Selected Toyo tyres at 25%. And all thanks to Sports Bet. Bet with mates. It's group betting. May bet again responsibly. Nathan Brown rejoins us. Hello, Brownie. Yeah, morning, uh, boys. It's still the morning and good racing on today. We've got up in Brisbane the George Moore Stakes and it's a really good race up there. Gazoo-style, who came back last start and absolutely brained them for Tony Gollum. He's at 225. Opened up at 270 to Zoo-style. Now, there's been a stack of rain up there at the moment. We're on a soft seven in Brisbane at Doombin. And you might think that Zoo-style is a horse that runs on top of the ground, but you look at its record. Four times it's run on the soft, three wins, Five times it's run on, uh, eight times it's run on a good track, and it's won five times. So it wins on good, it wins on soft, and I just think Zustop is going to be very hard to beat today up there at two dollars twenty-five. Baller, which is a really good wet track horse, five fifty into four fifty in that same race, and shooting for gold, second up, eight fifty into five dollars. Probably outside the favourite, the best back number nine, shooting for gold, but Zustop going to be very hard to beat up there, pickers. Okay, yeah, it's hard to disagree, but I, just, I can't stand out with those tracks, though. I just don't think I'll be going anywhere near uh, Queensland at the moment. Still only a soft seven, though. It's drained pretty well. They've had a couple of days of sun up there at the moment. So soft seven, if that rain was down here in Melbourne, we'd be on a very heavy tent. 
Of course we would. Uh, you're right. You're dead right. Now let's get to where we where we are in Melbourne, or basically in Victoria with Pakenham Cup Day. It's a it's a pretty good feel too. This really good feel. Smoke and Romans um, for Jamie Carr, three dollars twenty. I said before that it's SP profile. It's an average of two dollars forty the last six runs. So every time it runs, the market is with it, and it's a really good sign because it's with it again today into three dollars twenty. Team captain five fifty to four eighty. Man Kane, it's been racing really well. Probably wants it a little bit wet up, Man Kane. For Mara and Eustace, $5. Mimi's Award had some money early, nine fifty. opened up at 11 then got to 8 back to 10 Skyman, 11 out to 13 So it's a good field, and my man, Julian Balance, pretty keen on the favourite, Smoke and Romans. OK, well, I think it's going to be hard to beat. I, do, I am a bit of a Man Kane fan, I must say, but... We'll wait and see. Uh, the Kingston Town, I'm going to get you to go all the way over to Perth. With the, that real that super horse is in again today, Western Empire. I'd say you'll have that mark very, very short in the Kingston Town. Can you believe we opened up at $1.40? The market has taken the $1.40 into $1.35. So very hard <laughs> to back against it. If you're looking for the multiples, um, Regal Powers at $7.50 out from 6 Search and Rock, eight fifty out to nine. So everything is going out. The only money coming in is on seven Western Empire. So hard to see it getting done. Um, but I don't want to be putting money on at a dollar thirty-five and seeing it get done. I'd rather put money on something at five or six bucks pickers, and I'd be more comfortable with it getting done. Yeah. But a dollar thirty-five, it is a superstar. Watch out for when it comes over here next spring. Oh, it'll be over here with a rush straight to the Cox Plate, I would think. But uh, all right, Brownie, uh, what's your best in Melbourne or best in? Best at Packingham today. Is as uh, have you and the Tanned Man come up with uh, come up with something that we should really be having a crack at? Well, we did like, and uh, we worked together, me and Julian. Um, yeah. <laughs> he does all the he does all the form. <laughs> we work together. You just read them well, out. <laughs> I have to I it's have to get the phone it's out and ring him and go like, where where are we going? But Brownie was the best in race three. There was a horse called Brownie, and it wasn't an omen bet. We both settled on that, but yeah. it's been scratched because it ran last night and it ran pretty ordinary as well, so I'm actually going to get some funds back for that one, so I'm glad that I saw that last night. Smoke and Romans was his next best after that, but probably across the board at Packenham today, the best back, uh, the best back that comes up in the last race, and it's number five, Kissinger. 370 into 235, so that is a big go. 370 to 235, last race of the day, number five, Kissinger, the best back that sports bet. Well, when the money comes to the Lindsay Smith horses, they normally go well. So they do, enough, don't they? It's a neat lead for me. I've got a couple that have been given me to, to me today. Uh, yeah. Um, in race uh, eight, number three looks like Elvis. Looks like Elvis at the moment is eight dollars. Opened up at eight dollars fifty. Has to get past you long January. He's going to be out in front. Yep. Three ten into two dollars sixty. Fourteen hundred meters. You long January wins 80% of its races at 1,400 metres. A really good record. Way to go, Paula. $3.80. Looks like Elvis, your horse, at $8. OK. What about in the same race, DiMaggio? I've got a trainer th- update on from the Corston camp. And on that horse, giving it some chance for a top four finish. What uh, be a big odds? So, right? opened up at 20, and it's out to 27. So, haven't laid a lot of bets on DiMaggio. OK. And then Oceans Beyond in race six, number eight. It should be winning again today, I would think. Oceans Beyond, it's four dollars eighty at the moment. Opened up at five, so it's got to get past Ranting, which has been the best back in that race. Four sixty into four dollars, and Munitions is five dollars fifty in from eight fifty. Blaze Jousty always wins when you don't expect it to win at seven dollars. <laughs> but uh, your horse Ocean Beyond looks hard to beat. Out of barrier two, looks nice. 
Okay. What about the cricket, Brownie? Uh, I know there's a plenty of sport. Well, you take us where you want to go. There's basketball on, there's cricket, well, there's Bathurst. Well, I was going to take you to the Big Bash. Yes, I was the Big Bash. The big bash it all kicked off tomorrow, um, and the first range of matches on tomorrow. You've got the Sydney Sixers who won at the last couple of $4. Perth Scorchers, 5 Melbourne Stars, 5 50 The Hurricanes are 6 50 and Sydney Thunder, 7 But as we've seen in recent times, the outright markets for that do get flipped on its head very quickly. I still think the value is in the top run score if you can pick that. So Marcus Stoinis at the moment, $7.50. He's the favourite. He's the favourite. They'll be the best-looking guy in the tournament as well. <laughs> Josh Phillips is $8.50. Alex Hales, nine fifty. Darcy Short's a good bet at nine fifty. Matthew Wade, nine fifty, And then Chris Lynn and Glenn Maxwell, both at 11. Chris Lynn well, at 11 there. looks like a bet as well. Well, you've got to think with a bet with the high bat, you've, you've got to have someone that's going to bat in the first sort of three, really. Yep. I mean, cause, Absolutely. And that's where and all those players you mentioned do. The only one out of that group that sometimes bats a bit lower is Maxi. Mm. That's why I reckon you're getting that value. Because Maxi can sometimes bat at five. Um, if you're guaranteed, you know Stoinis will open, Short will open, Matty Wade will open. So you sort of go through them and you're thinking, you're giving yourself the best chance if you're going to face the most amount of balls. And Darcy Short doesn't often fail either. He doesn't play... He plays big shots, but I don't think he plays as big a shots as Chris Lynn. So Chris Lynn's always a little bit susceptible early. But Darcy Short at $9.50, I think, is a pretty good bet in this tournament. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. And he has got a very good record in the tournament as well. Uh, where was I going to say? Ashes. Now, tell me that Australia... Uh, oh, I know we'll be favourites, but we're not going to be like a $1.40 or $1.50, are we, to win the series and win the match? No, we're worse than that. We're a dollar thirty-three. I can't be taking oh, anything of that. Draw is six fifty. England are five dollars fifty. That's extraordinary. A dollar thirty-three for Australia. I won't be able to back that. But there's a lot of other bets. If you go to the app today and you look at the Ashes market, there's BYO Ashes, so you can pick a few different things. Australia win the Ashes series by two or more tests. A dollar sixty-seven. A double century to be scored in the series is two dollars. That's any player in the Ashes testing. Uh, over these five tests, $2. Um, and Root, 300-plus runs. Milan, 200-plus runs. And Wood, 10-plus wickets, $2.25. So there's all sorts of different things. Go there, have a look at it, and see what you like. Yeah, well, I like Australia, but I don't like, I like them at $1.33. I don't think they're that short, but anyway. Good on you, Brownie. Thank you, mate. Have a great day. Gamble responsibly, boys. Good luck to everybody out there today. Sports bet with mates. Start your group. Bet together. Share the moment. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. We'll be back with more Off the Bench after this. Uh, It's a big final hour to come on Off the Bench. Great to have your company if you're just joining us or you've been with us for the duration. Sam Hargraves filling in for Hutchie. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday to Hutchie. Uh, Pickers is on duty and in stall at Paddy P's house and uh, ready and raring to go for a big day at the, the stall races. Pickers, hello again. Hello again, Sammy, and to uh, all our listening audience. It's uh, great to be back in the country, get the nice fresh air, but I'll tell you what, the pollen levels are up. I've been sneezing and I've got a bit of hay fever at the moment. Which, well, that's uh, good. Yeah, well, I never used to get it, but my mother's always had it. Um, but, yeah, I'm up here and she's got a lot of flowers around the house. And uh, i tell you what, Dean, it's a real sneeze fest up here. Well, she'd have a, a, a top-notch antihistamine set up, wouldn't she, if she, yeah, if she suffers well, if she, from that affliction? Uh, she's taking Kylie up the street for a shop. Mm. I'm not okay. sure. She, they, they were raving, Marlene and Mum, last night. They kept us in hysterics. They were trying to tell me. Marlene's one of the funniest storytellers I've ever heard. This is my mum's bestie. Mm. They've been best friends since they were, like, 11 or something. Never had an argument. All they do is laugh the whole time and tell stories. But I had two hours with them last night. We had a game of cards. And I had two hours with them last night. And Marlene was rolling out story after story. I've, 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 we've got to do a podcast with the tour. It was the funny, it's some of the funniest <laughs> stuff I've ever heard. I'm, I'm serious. 
they just naturally Marlene's one of the funniest women I've ever heard but she's they run with a story about when, when we first had the COVID first hit right and they were trying to tell me that busloads of Melburnians were were going from town to town raiding toilet paper I said oh, they weren't coming as far as stores 240 k's away they said yeah I'm telling you they even went to the, they even went to the camping store because they heard he had a deck of toilet rolls there and, and took them <laughs> the, the economies of scale don't quite work out. The amount you're going to pay for fuel in comparison exactly. to the cost of toilet paper, well, it just doesn't was, stack up. Do you reckon there was buses of them coming through town, ransacking the joint for, for all the loop, all the loop paper? Were well, they trying to hide their intentions? Like, what, what do you say when you're busting a tent? Oh, you're here just uh, visiting? No, no, we've come to raid all your tokens. Oh. All your toilet paper. I mean, I, I know how nuts it was in Melbourne. I didn't realise it stretched as far as the bush. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're 200-odd kilometres, 230 or 40 kilometres from Melbourne. And you're right, it uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me that toilet paper was on the top of the list. But remember, it was. It's yeah. a long time ago now, but it was. It was, a, it was such a big thing. There's one thing to be one of those people that were hoarders. That's one layer of stupidity. To, to add then the road trip, the tour de, the tour de paper all around to regional Victoria to try and get your tickets. That's according, ridiculous. According to my mother and Marlene, they, they were going through town to town ransacking it. A bus full of toilet paper arrived back in Melbourne. Uh, get your calls in one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. 2355 48 And you know what the other thing is? I, and they dared me to do this. one one three hundred twenty three fifty. 5548. If you can ver- verify that story, anyone in stall that's listening or anyone in and around this area, so Horsham, Ararat, whatever, give us a call, 1-300-2355-48. I don't believe the story. I don't believe there were busloads of people going through the supermarkets and the IGAs and whatever and, and taking up all the toilet paper. But they swear... To God, that's what happens. So I would love to hear from someone. If, if you do know, give us a call. That's brilliant. The IMAR Insurance open line is open for business. The tradies, mate, call 13IMAR to call us, 1300-23-5548. You can text in 0433-98-1116. There's still some good text pickers coming in from what we spoke about in the first hour, and that was uh, Christmas party rules to live by and pub etiquette, given we're back into pubs and some people seem to have forgotten just what are the do's and don'ts of pub uh, patronage. So we'll, we'll keep reading through those as well, but calls now for Pick's World Famous Saturday Quiz. Before we do that, Pick's, this is a topic near and dear to your heart because you've got your bomb calendar. Stuart's called yep. in Perth who wants to talk about the weather for next week's Ooh, test okay. in Brizzy. G'day, Stu. Good morning, Pickers. No hands. How are we going, boys? <laughs> Wonderful, going mate. well, Stuart. Who is running the show at CA? Seriously, we have... We will get more entertainment out of Mark Rothfield next week. Seriously. It's... <laughs> Day, uh, day three, there's an actual weather forecast to which I'm a fully paid-up member to the weird and wacky world of weather. Tons of, <laughs> tons of rain is a forecast. Is that, is that the three. measurement? Tons. <laughs> yes. Tons of rain. But I, I know we're on the verge of becoming a sovereign country over here in West Oz, but which I'm not a signatory to. But I haven't seen a cloud for two days. Yeah, that's here. in Perth, What's though. That? But the problem, though, Correct. the problem, though, Stewie, is that. You guys won't let anyone in. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, just that well, desk quarantine, Stu, that's getting people up and about. You can all come and live at my place. The missus will love it. Oh, seriously. The pro- but the problem we've got is, is that the, the poor old Poms, they've got over here. They've already done their two weeks quarantine. Then what, they're expected to go and do another two weeks? That can't, mm. be, that can't be happening in the middle of an, an Ashes series. No, of course not. No, my point being is, why didn't Perth have the first test? And they oh, could that, come that, here... 
that does that, make sense. Yeah, that does point. make yeah, sense. That, yeah. But yeah, it, we've it got half of... So, sorry, Stuart, I was just going to say, but it wouldn't make any difference because we'd still have to do the quarantine on the way back, wouldn't they, for the next test? No. They, well, well actually, have... we're, we've got open borders with Queensland right now. Well, there you go. Well, that, that, I didn't realise that. So, yeah. uh, Stu well, putting guys... his hand up to uh, Nick Hockley, look over your shoulder because Stu from Perth is coming for you and your job. Hey, Stu, thanks for the call, mate. Have a lovely weekend, boys. See you, Stuart. The... Um, yeah, the, the test is looking is looking like it's going to be one of those on and off jobs. Yeah, they'll they'll you'll be bringing your deck of cards, won't you? If if you both teams. Oh my, my word, my word! You'd be bringing the cards. I actually know what. Whenever we had rain delays at cricket, I I never ever played cards. What did you do? Smoke darts. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Hey, um, no, no. What, you've what we were ruined doing, your track no. record there. Yeah. Never call us again, please. No. Never in your life. <laughs> no, we'd just be telling stories and having a bit of a joke and having a bit of an indoor hit, you know, the yep. usual stuff, mucking around. But we never really played cards. We had a lot of wet days, obviously, in Melbourne. Playing district cricket, jing. Absolutely. A lot of washouts. We are dallying, so we're going to get to the quiz. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Pickers, Pixie's world-famous quiz time. Now, one off the bench, it's time for Pixie's world-famous Dog's Breakfast Quiz, where the questions are wrong and the answers don't matter. Thanks to Dennis Family Homes. Lock in the price of your home for 12 months with Dennis Family Homes. Conditions apply. Here's your host, Pixie. Well, that's right you, let, let, No, well, usually Hutchie gives me a bit of a lead-in, you know, but anyway. All right, who we got? Now, I haven't got a screen, remember, so I don't know who's on the line that's John uh, ready from for this. Woodvale is our first jo- cab off the rank. Hey, John. How are you going, Joe? We're going well. Um, question number one of eight. What was the original name of Marvel Stadium? The original name. Telstra Dome. That was the second name. That was the second name, the Telstra Dome. Who's next? Sammy? Ed in Shepparton. Hey, Ed. Hi, boy. Well, do you know what the uh, original name of Marvel Stadium was? Was it Colonial Stadium? It was Colonial. Then it was Telstra Dome. So, question number two Who's the head coach of the Melbourne Stars? Uh, he used to be a player. Uh, was a champion. Was a champion player for him. Mm. I used to have a lot of blues with uh, him when we played against him at district level. Oh, hello. For some reason, I don't know why. I think it was my doing too. I think I started something. Uh, I don't know why, but I think it was my doing. <laughs> I think it was mine. I think I, it was me that started. But he's actually a good bloke. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, boys. Okay, who's next? Uh, Nick in Brunswick. Hello, Nick. Boys, how are you? Good, Nick. Do you know who coaches us Melbourne Stars? Yeah, that'd be David Hussey. It is David Hussey. Nick, well done. Question number three. Who will be replacing Tim Payne in the Ashes squad? Oh, well, who is who has replaced him? Who's going to be playing in the first test? Uh, it's the Alex Carey. Alex Carey. Good luck to Alex. Fantastic yep. young, young bloke. Good player. Question number four. Perth Scorchers made history last week, winning their first WNBL final. Who's the captain of the Scorchers? Uh, uh, women's League, is it? Yeah, the Women's Big big Bash. That'd be Sophie Devine. It is Sophie Devine. This is also 
uh, the same person. She captains which national team for question five? Uh, that'd be Australia. the, uh, yeah, would it be the, um, sorry, what, what, uh, which national one day? Yeah, no, no, which national team is she captain of? Which country? Oh, Australia. No, oh, Australian, no. You actually said not Australia. Not, not Australia. Yes. No, she's, uh, not. she's an international player. Sorry, uh, Nick. Uh, BJ in Essendon. BJ, do you know, do you know who Sophie Devine captains? Which, which country? New Zealand. New Zealand is correct. Nick did all the hard work for you. Mm. Okay, <laughs> which, this is question six. Which current AFL coach didn't play AFL football? Uh, Noble? No, Noble's played one or two games, I think. It wasn't Noble. Sammy, who's next? Chris in Swan Hill. G'day, Chris. Hey, g'day, Pickers. G'day, Chris. Uh, g'day, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, it is. Yeah, half give it away. Which current AFL coach didn't play uh, league footy? Um, is it Fagan? It is. Yep. Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I haven't got a screen, so <laughs> give me a go. I'm hearing Chris. I'm looking at Chris Fagan. <laughs> Question number it's confusing seven. confusing stuff. It is. Question number seven, Chris. Who was the captain of Essendon in 2000? The premiership captain. Oh, oh champion. Champion. Did he win a Brownlow? Yes. yes. I'd have to go with James Hurd. James Heard, indeed, Chris. What a great player Jimmy Heard was. Nightmare of a player to play against. Question number eight. This is for the chocolates. Or as Hutchins said, we've got no chocolates, pigs. We've got no chocolates. Okay, this is for, what are we giving away? Sporting Globe, Bar and Grill, $100 voucher. Who did Adelaide beat to win the first ever AFLW Premiership? Ooh. They've been a very good side yep. all the way through. Team that uh, I'll have a stab and I'll, um, before I do bomb out, I'll say good day to Bluey from Pachuca who's listening in Auckland. <laughs> Shout out. Come on, Bluey. You better not be Googling at the same time. Yes, that's good Google. No, 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 I, wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I'll have a guess at Brisbane. No. Stewards inquiry. <laughs> hey, listen, it went, there's no rules in our quiz. It's, it's, it's it. called the Dog's Breakfast Quiz for a reason. Uh, uh, $100 so, well Sporting done, Globe voucher to you, Chris. Fantastic. Thanks, boys. Love it. Good on you, Chris. Beautifully I done. Chris has won, I reckon Chris has won before. Are you still there, Chris? Still here, yeah, I won a few weeks ago yeah, uh, I with, thought you did. with the uh, with the Woodville West Tyrants. There was a bit yeah. of controversy there oh, as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. That's right, the Eagles. <laughs> Woodville yeah. and West Tyrants, and I gave it to you. And it was actually you did Woodville give it to me. You're a legend. Yeah, <laughs> good on you, Chris. Well done, buddy. Enjoy the uh, the Sporting Globe uh, voucher. It's a fantastic venue, Sporting Globe, of course. Yeah, Sporting Globe Bar and Grill, back open for business. Pickers, we're going to get to the texts that are coming through to either confirm nor deny the story told around the card table last yeah, night oh, about good. the tour to toilet paper that was going on from <laughs> people from the city heading around to regional areas, ransacking them uh, of their toilet paper. We'll get to that in just a moment, but it's time to do this tour to high country with Sam Edmund. 
it's time for the Tour de High Country. Ride rail, trail, road, mountain bike or gravel in Australia's premier cycling destination, Ride High Country. Australia's premier cycling destination is Ride High Country Extended. Where are we off to today, Sam Edmund? Hello to you, by the way. Good morning, dear Sammy. Good morning, Picks. To be honest, I thought you'd never ring. I've been that excited to get to you about this uh, location today. Just sends a tingle up my spine when I talk about it because we pussyfooted around the last couple of weeks, to be honest. Great parts of the state, but this is the real deal, the real McCoy. We're going up a mountain. We're going up a bloody big one, Mount Hotham, which I have to say compares favourably for listeners today who have been lucky enough to ride overseas in Europe and some of the most iconic Tour de France climbs there. Mount Hotham stacks up very, very well indeed. It's a and fantastic... It is a fantastic spot. Now, sorry, I was just tuned out there. I was sending a tip to uh, one of my <laughs> old teammates, Blue McGrath. I was sending him a tip for the first in Sydney. Uh, now, what were we saying? Right. Mount Hotham uh, picks. Uh, Mount Hotham, <laughs> yes, yes. We, now, we, we have been wanting to get here, Sammy, and you're our man. I want to know more about the e-bikes, but you go on and you do, do your stuff. No, nah, well, look, you've got to do this. I'm all for the e-bikes. So you can get up on an e-bike, that's fine. But the real magic happens when you get up on your own steam. On a real road bike, starts in the lovely town of Harrietville, beautiful part of the world. And then she goes straight up from there. So this climb, technically speaking, is 30 kilometres long at an average gradient of 4%. But that doesn't tell half the story. There's... Three really distinct sections in this ride. A nice little flat spot in the middle. Even a little bit of respite going down, would you believe? But two absolutely brutal sections are the Meg and CRB Hill, where it really the road just goes up to the sky. But it's well worth the effort. It's a moon-like um, sort of uh, summit, if you like, at Mount Hotham there. Beautiful up the top. Um, you go through uh, the bridge at the finish. That's when you know you made it all the way to the, to the village. You get some spectacular views on the way up as well. The Razorback, Mount Feathertop as well. And you just have to stop at Danny's Lookout, even if you're trying to set a PB up Hotham, just to stop and appreciate where you are. It honestly feels like you're on top of the world up there at Mount Hotham. You get up there quite a bit, don't you? That's, actually, that's it's a day trip for you, really, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, it is well worth the trip up there. I know it's a bit of a hike to get to that part of the world, but it has to be one of the greatest road rides in Australia to the top of Mount Oldham. It's absolutely spectacular. And if you are feeling uh, adventurous, you can even descend down uh, the other side towards Omeo and then get up the backside of Falls Creek from there. That really, you, you can go, honestly, picks, you can go two hours without seeing a single vehicle in this part of the world. It's absolutely magic. What would you compare yeah. it to, uh, Sammy Edmund? Where, if you were to, to compare it to somewhere else in the world, where would that be? Well, I just think it stacks up really well. Like, you talk about the iconic climbs, the ones that are, are on TV every year, your Alpe d'Huez, your Mont Ventoux, they're all great, and we see the pros go up them every year. Honestly, we don't know how lucky we are to have something like Mount Hotham in our own backyard. And in terms of difficulty, when I mention those two mounds, I think it stacks up very, very well. It's 30 kilometres long, guys. It's a frighteningly long way to be spending uh, your time exercising and going uphill. But as I say, the view is amazing, honestly. You can just see that far from up the top of Mount Hotham there. And Danny's look at spectacular. Uh, get yourself a feed there at uh, Dinner Plain or in the, in the Mount Hotham village there. And then um, you got the, easy, the hard part done, just to send back down to Harrietville and tuck into a nice pub lunch. That's how, we, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. The pub lunch is a really important part of that ride, I would have thought. Oh, absolutely. Well, you've got to, I'd say picks. We normally talk about one pub stop. I recommend Hotham is a two-pubber. You've got to have really? a pub before you go. You've got to fuel up. Pub before you go, pub when you get back. And uh, as we say, you've got to stay hydrated as well, uh, strictly responsibly. It can be some pretty warm days up there on the summit of Mount Hotham. Oh, absolutely. Especially this time of the year. Imagine with the humidity at the moment riding mm. up there. It'd be pretty brutal. 
Yeah, and, and there's some really exposed sections at the top too. So if she's a windy day, I've seen the wind whip along there and uh, it's like the you hold your bike up and it's like the clothes, the towel drying on the clothesline outside. <laughs> Honestly, the wind can be unbelievable at the top of Mount Holfen there. But um, you can get eight seasons in one day going up there, but it's, uh, it's majestic. It's a, it's a great escape. We'll let you get stuck in, Sammy Edmund. Uh, beautifully done. Uh, get back on the bike. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, happy riding. Thank you, Glade. Go well. Ride, rail, trail, road, mountain bike or gravel in Australia's premier cycling destination. Ride, high, country. Sammy Edmund there. A lot of people enjoying getting back out onto their bikes. Uh, Pickers, you were telling the story before that you're sitting around the card table last night with your mum, Patty P, and her bestie. And Marlene, yep. Marlene. Marlene, was, Marlene and mum were adamant that there was busloads of Melburnians going from town to town, taking all the toilet paper. Pete's in witchy proof. Who can either, either who well, can either confirm or it's... deny said story? Pete, hello to you. Good morning, boys. How are you going? Okay, Pete. How are you going, Liam? Going well, thank you. That's good, mate. No, the um, people turned up in witty proof in a little minivan day after day after day and completely <laughs> wiped out the supermarket and probably every other country town around us as well. So they had a mini a mini bus, did they? Little mini bus, about eleven or twelve people out. Came in, took everything oh. off the shelves. It so ended it, up that the local people in the supermarket had to hide it under the counter and deal it out two rolls at a time. <laughs> There's some truth to this story. I can't this believe it. This is unbelievable. What kind of person? Uh, imagine, pick, thank you very much, Pete. Um, now, Pete, now, hang on. how big's Witchy Proof? It's a very small town. Uh, about 700 people now. Oh. So 700 people, and you've got how many supermarkets? One. And so is that the only place that, the only, you know, sort of place that would sell the said loot paper? That was the only place selling loot paper? Yep. <laughs> and it was, it, it was daily, was it? Yeah, they turned up for a few days and then they realised that there was nothing left, so they didn't turn up again. Oh, they're like oh, a swarm of locusts. What? Oh, a... quite, thanks, Pete. That's staggering. Good really. on you, Pete. Imagine hiring the bus pickers. Imagine hiring the bus and say, oh, I'd like to hire a minibus. Oh, what are you doing? Going to a winery or just a... <laughs> no, we're actually going to go steal everybody's toilet paper. It's just staggering, isn't it, when you think about it? I mean, I can't believe people would be that stupid, to be honest. No, there's and there's a ton there of texts coming confirmation. through. See, which he proofs... Not too far from stall, so there we go. The, the Wimmer the and the Mallee, it's been hit. There, there's a ton of text coming through. Absolutely true. Now, what are they saying? They were run out of Wallen, Whittlesea, King Lake, Broadford, Kilmore, etc. seem to be mostly... They've gone, yeah. they've gone all over the country. So they've come our way, then they've gone, uh, gone, gone down Broadford way. Come on. Yeah, Sean's saying absolutely true. Another text saying uh, the toilet paper story is true. If the staff didn't know you, you would have to show your licence to prove that you are a local. <laughs> oh, I've heard it all now. <laughs> no, that's you come through. That's unbelievable, Slug. Pidge is saying it's true. It happened in Swan Hill and Kerrang. Uh, oh, they've gone even that way. Yes. Oh, come on. Jeez. Isn't oh, that my God. extraordinary? Have you had any confirmation from any of your um, mates from... From no, but I won't have family? to. I'll, I'll shoot out a few texts. I'll, I'll, I'll speak to Pete and uh, and see if he can uh, confirm or, or deny uh, those reports uh, as well. So that's um, oh, it's hilarious. We, we've got a text coming through. We've got to get to a break and come back. Brendan from Bialba is ready and ready to go with his jokes. Uh, I hope but, he's got his A game. Uh, I'm sure he will. But this is in line with what we're talking about here. Apparently, a bloke in Italy picks. Yeah. 
uh, didn't want to get the COVID vaccine. So he's yeah. been caught <laughs> going, fronting up to get the vaccine with a fake arm. Oh, you're kidding me. I'm not. It's like the entourage episode. Yeah. <laughs> where he had to be drug tested. <laughs> Vince had to be drug yes, tested. He's, 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 he's... He used a fake apparatus <laughs> for the Wii test. <laughs> he's facing charges of fraud. After turning up for his COVID vaccine with a fake arm. Oh, my God. I've heard it all. Silicone prosthetic arm. Uh, That's extraordinary. Uh, Brendan from Bialaba's up. It's joke time uh, on the other side of this on Off the Bench. (laughs) Get yourself a nice cold frozen Coke. Only a dollar at Macca's. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Sam Hargraves filling in for Hutchie. Pickers here, of course. He's at his home base uh, install. Back at Mum Paddy P's house for tyre power. Selected Toyo tyres. Buy three, get one free. And you can win in APCO's 24-7's cash for Chrissy competition. Before we get to Brendan from Bialaba Picks, so many more texts coming through confirming the stories of a tour to toilet paper that took place at the start of COVID. Minibus of people got run out of town in Gerildery, got a bit physical. And I'm starting to think that it could be set to the uh, the theme song, I've Been Everywhere, Man. Because the... Yes. The... It's the Jared version. It also yes. happened in Cobden, Camperdown, Tarang, Timboo, Mortable. They're all coming through off the text. It's brilliant. It's unbelievable. So I thought that was a lot of rot when I heard it last night. You know, And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. Because they're doing – my mother and her, and her bestie, they uh, they embellish stories like there's nobody's business, right? Mm. So I thought there was a bit of mayonnaise, a dollop or two put on top, but it doesn't sound like it by the sounds of our text machine. No, Sean, Wallen, Whittlesey, King Lake, Broadbird, Gilmore. It's all coming through as well. Uh, it's joke time. Oh, dear. It's time for a joke from our resident comedian, Brendan from Bialaba. <laughs> Looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. I'm still standing. Uh, he certainly is, and he jumps on the line with us again. Brendan from Bialaba. Hello, mate. G'day, Sam. How are you going? G'day, Liam. How are you going, Brendo? How's the yeah, weather? Oh, would you believe it? Just as I got you got on the phone, it's, it's overcast and it's coming up windy. As hell. <laughs> windy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, g'day, yeah. Jordan. How are you going, mate? <laughs> Have a yeah, nice yeah. day out there, Liam. Eh? Yeah, it's going to be going to be fantastic, Brenda. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, looking forward to the races this afternoon. Big Scotty C, he's in the car. He's Ooh, not far out. out of town. Look out, uh, Darren Gell. Yeah. He's been fed up. He's got his belly full of bacon and eggs and sausages <laughs> and tomatoes. Uh, and we'll have a good day in the Stool uh, Punters Club today at the Stool Races. So. Now you, I'm, let's yeah, get to I'm you. Just going, I'm just going to, uh, to tell you, Liam, uh, keep mm-hmm. an eye out. Um, all the Christmas cards have been sent out. And um, and many happy returns for uh, Craig, if you're listening. I hope you have a nice day today. Yeah, well, him... he, he'll, he, he'll be listening. He'll be listening. Like about a million to one, he'll be listening. But he, uh, I did pass on your, because your, his Christmas, his birthday cards came via my desk. Yeah. I was tempted when I opened the set envelope that was addressed to Craig via care of me, which meant that I could open it. And I knew it was from you because it says on the back, Brendan O'Meara. And I thought, well, I'm going to open them up because if there's a few loose scratchies, I'm going to grab them. But well, I, in the end, I felt bad because uh, I thought you doubled up. I thought you gave him 
like two lots of scratches. You got, did you give him a birthday and a Christmas? A birthday and Christmas, and yours, yours is there as well, um, you know, for Christmas. Um, well, mine and I've got come one yet. there for you, uh, Sammy, not, not to uh, Liam's address, but um, care of the Croc Media address. You are You're a, a good bloody man, good egg, Brendan. Brendan. That's really yeah. kind and, of you, mate. Thank one you. And one for Darren, too. Um, tell um, Darren that, too. He's one the, there for the Darren. Count. Yeah, and, and tags and. Um, oh, well, don't worry about that. And Josh. Hey, and, um, uh, Brendan, do you know what the gift? Do you know the gift you could give us right now, Brendan? What's so, that? Mate? The gift of A laughter. Jokes. The A gift of jokes. laughter. Let's get stuck into that. Now, like, look, I'll, I'll have to check with Zipper whether the is the joke review there. I, I think Hatchie's taken it. Oh, it's there. It is there. Yeah. All right. Now you can be on the joke review. You can be the third umpire today, Sam. Hutchie does sort of drag on a bit. It's, uh, it's, we need the music when he's doing it. But when Brendo thinks he's got a joke away and, and, and it's been gonged by Hutchie not, as not acceptable, he gets one review. So anyway, let's hope he okay. starts off with a few covered, not some covered rides, but a few just a little nudges around the corner for a single to get off the mark. Fire Come away, on, Brendo. Brendo. Okay. Politicians are like a bunch of bananas. They start off green, quickly turn yellow, and there's not a straight one in the whole bunch. Yeah, well, that's sort of a safe joke to start off. It's, it's okay. just a loosener. Yeah, just a, loosener. Uh, a little bit Steve Harmison-like, but uh, yeah. it's, it's a little loosener. <laughs> Keep going. the second slip, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, on his first day as a member of the galley crew, a slave uh, remarked to the oarsman, or, oarsman beyond, beside him that it was a beautiful day to be sculling around the Mediterranean. Won't be tomorrow, said his mate. We're booked to take Anthony and Cleopatra water skiing. Oh, I think you're in trouble. Ooh. I think you're in trouble. Oh, oh boy. You better, I'd review, but, gee, I'm not sure you're going to get there. Oh. In, in the interest of fairness, and because it is the season of giving, yeah. I, I'm going to let you off with a warning, Brendan. You've what? got a, a warning. He's been, no, been gone. You don't have to overrule it by the, by the ju- is that right? system. Zipper's yeah. said no, that's it. Well, Zipper's banged him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brendan, I'm so sorry, my friend. I, I, I tried to fight for you, but Zipper has the final say. Have a great Christmas. Uh, you're hey, a star. Okay. No, okay. All the best then, guys. Have a nice weekend. Have a good day, um, Liam, anyway. I've, I've, you know, on the race. Yeah, will do, yeah. buddy. Uh, thanks, okay. mate. I'll, yeah, next next oh, week, bring I'm you... I was to tell you, just quickly, yeah. um, oh, Mirabara got um, with that um, toilet rolls. They got done as well? Yeah. Oh, I had that yeah, little yeah. list. I, I, I went there the day before, and um, the, ne- the next day, a, a, a busload come in and um, raided the whole store. Gee, then. Oh, I'm not joking. Believe. That's a God's honest. Yeah, no. Truth. Yeah, okay. Honest as a day is long. We know you are, Brendan. Have a, a great Saturday, mate. Okay. Thank you. Okay, thanks, all the best buddy. thing, guys. We'll Speak next week, mate. Okay, uh, no worries. Right. There we go. Yeah, it's, a, it's a disappointing second joke, though. I must be said. It must be said. Yeah, a couple of people were just thinking that might have been a bit harsh. But hey, look. Zipper. Well, hey, listen. I'm I'm 200 odd kilometres away. I'm nowhere near Zipper. If Zipper's the one that hit the gong, not me. <laughs> but it was a, it was a doubtful joke, uh, and the delivery wasn't great. I mean, I didn't think it was a fair delivery. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was of the Harmison sort of variety there. Uh, we'll go from that, though. It's time to get into some Top of the Trots picks. Uh, JJ has joined us, so let's get stuck in. Top of the Trots with Josh Jenkins. Thetrots.com.au. Every race live and free. Lap up the Trots. Uh, historic week, top of the trots. Uh, Hutchie extending his lead despite Emma Stewart managing only a solitary point courtesy of always fast third placing pickers. Kate Gath and JJ Chris Alford uh, mailed it in with neither of their 
reps, even track side. So Hutchie looks well placed to carry on at Tabcourt Park. Melton and Emma Stewart having another huge hand, particularly in the headline youthful stakes. Uh, JJ joins us, mate. Where are we off to? <laughs> How are we rolling? Uh, we've given up on this segment. He's, Hutchie's not even here, but there's nothing we can do about it because he's, even if we uh, rob him of Emma Stewart, he's still, what is he? He's, uh, he's 56 points in front of Pickers and he's... Another yeah, but hang on 70 what, in front of me. Yeah, yeah but what, what's, what's your next couple of weeks looking like? Um, well, the Vic, bread, the Vic Bread heats fire up on the 16th, I reckon. So that I just don't know whether they land on uh, any of them land on the on the uh, Saturdays because uh, what day what day is New Year's Eve this year? That's the night where no. she'll have another 30 or 40 pointer, but that's the well, Friday night, I reckon night, we take it? her anyway. I, I think we we just – one of us take her. I mean, well, you're I, going to have to take her because I'm 75 points behind, so – All right, I'll take Emma Stewart from Hutchie. You can take my Kate Gath if you want then. All right. So, for, as, as it next week and, – and what's a driver that's got no drives tonight because that's what Hutchie's going to get? Uh, you can have Mick Stanley because Mick's doing uh, Trot's vision tonight. He's in the studio. <laughs> He's got Mick Stanley now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do us. <laughs> That'll do us. We did say this for a while ago, from a long time ago. Whichever one of me and Hutchie took is is off, and we have a rare when we have a rare day off, we're going to swoop because I've had Kate Gath all year, and Hutchie's had Emma Stewart, who's been just picking up forty points a week. So yep, he's now got Mick Stanley. Good on him. Well, I think we uh. We never Hutchie, as the as the terrible host that he is, we, we never even got around to picking our drivers last week. He just uh, he was too busy cracking gags and talking about how he was going because <laughs> we uh, I mentioned that the drivers were in in Sydney for the Inter Dominion, they weren't in Melton, so we never got around to swapping them. And uh, they luckily they are here in town. They're in at Melton tonight because they head to Newcastle for the third round of the Inter Dominions tomorrow night. So uh, she's all happening, pickers. Yeah, good. And now. You, you were talking about that super, the super horse last week that you said is the best in the country. I can't even think what the King horse of Swing. is. Yeah, how'd it go? Yeah, he's two for two in the Interdom. He's won both heats. Uh, he expensive ego. His little uh, stable mate smashed a track record though. So uh, he, uh, the two Luke McCarthy runners, Luke McCarthy and his wife Belinda, have won five out of the six Interdom heats. So as I said, they are uh, three more tomorrow night in the pacing series and. Uh, it's starting to heat up. They've got the 3,000 metre final next Saturday night at Menangle for 500k. So uh, the ID, what year are we? 21. ID 21 is uh, is in full swing. Oh, very good. All right, you got something for us for tonight? Uh, I just want, how's the stall footy trip going after last week's uh, Spanish mission debacle? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's didn't they right. Have, didn't they so have five do- large on it? Yeah, they'll be listening. They might oh. even be at the races today, although my really close mates are all up at Robin Bar this weekend. They're not even here. But, yeah, they had their footy trip money, Sammy. This is a true story. They had $5,000 they'd raised for their footy <laughs> trip. They had it all on Spanish mission at a dollar fifty, at a dollar fifty, if you don't, don't mind. And it, it never looked like winning. Oh, that was Bossy's last yeah. ride, wasn't it? And they've so what have they done now? They've just had to go down to the local, well, have they? They're going to be going to our rut. <laughs> they're going to have to put in fifty each in the on put fifty each on the bar and get a few handles. There be uh there be uh no uh, no extracurricular because they got no money. Yeah, that was I was thinking I was doing trackside last Saturday and I was thinking of them the whole way through. I thought, oh, they've just oh. five thousand down the gurgler.
That's as like deflating as it like, gets. I don't like <laughs> naming names, but <laughs> Tommy Eckle, <laughs> grow up, son. It's oh, something, David. So, Taggart would do. Oh, Taggart is joining us next. Uh, so Hutchie on 305 points for Ronald McDonald House looks to have an unassailable lead. Yeah. Pickers, 249 points for Women Can. And JJ for the Royal Women's Hospital, uh, well adrift at 225 <laughs> Points. Uh, Andy Gath has got five runners uh, as well tonight. The Candyman can, you'd think. He's got some huge chances uh, as well. And Julie Douglas has got seven runners at hardy odds as well. JJ, you're a star. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Have a good day, Pickers. See you, JJ. Uh, Tags is going to come through on the other side of this. He did threaten not to come in for his regular segment, uh, Trixie from Tags, after we potted his pool playing ability. But I thought that was rightly deserved. And I think, if anything, we went easy on him. Uh, He'll come in on the other side of this, Pickers. This is off the bench. Uh, make sure you get yourself an ice cold frozen Coke today. It's only a dollar at Macca's. Uh, almost time for us to say goodbye and off the bench for tyre power selected Toyo tyres. Buy three, get one free, and you can win in APCO's 24-7's cash for Chrissy competition giveaway. Uh, Nawa in Brisbane and Dave in Melton. Stay right there. They've got uh, a couple of things they want to contribute. Picks on the IMAR uh, open line, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. But here he is. It's time for Tags to give us a Trixie for Pixie. And now it's time to get the tips from our resident five-time Group 1 winning jockey, David Taggart. Six time, as we know. The raven's black against the winter's mist I'll whisper in the half-man song They're whispering the half-man song That song, it's eerie. Uh, uh, the look of disdain that I'm getting from David Taggart for daring to speak during his intro, uh, he, he's making that look like as big a disgrace to radio as what he was to pool the other night. Uh, Award winning <laughs> Aussie service mobile plants from $20. This text has come through, Pickers, before we welcome in tags. It says, Morning, Sammy and Picks. The video that they called a game of pool was a disgrace. JD and Tags have tarnished the reputation of people that work at SEN for staff that work at a sports network. It's embarrassing. Signed, Miles Fitz. No. <laughs> He's spot on too. Explain yourself, D Taggart. What Taggart. about the lack of RSPC T to you? From you, eh? <laughs> RSPC. What did we say earlier? If you can't spell it, don't roll with it. So come on. Tags, explain yourself. You forget one thing, right? In order to get on the black, you've got to pot seven balls. Right? You forget about all that, but I tell you what, I just it was I just couldn't finish off, mate. <laughs> it was a bit like you sometimes in those races where you looked like you were going to get over the top of it and you just didn't quite finish off. I think I won by a positive swab because he actually <laughs> sucked me ball. <laughs> he sucked the black. Oh, it wasn't. It was the, the most <laughs> underwhelming ending to a sporting contest since the drawn grand final. The, I, I, I tell you what I did like. He was like the Pied Piper, though, Sammy. All those young sales punks and the little the guys that sit out the back, you know, the, the production team, they were, they were following him around like he was a real big deal. Yeah, that, that, that dissipated quite quickly when he had about 25 attempts to sink the black. He had them in the palm of his hand and then lost them. <laughs> Just as quickly. Oh, Donna's uh, loved it, though. He loved the notoriety, Donna's, even though he got beat. Well, I reckon Donna's did most of the potting. He got most of the balls in. <laughs> Just not his own. I tell you what. Yeah, exactly right. That's, how do you think I've potted seven balls? I think you've done three for me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, t- tell us, talk us through your tricks here today, Tags. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Well, let's get the money early. Mm-hmm. I like uh, This is 1100 because I've got one at value. I've got a few at value today on SEN Track, so we'll pay to listen. Let's start off with Rose Hill, race one, number three, Fashionelle. She she ran third the other day. 
uh, but was on a week back up from a good run in the hot Danish, which is a Group 2 race. So she's at $6, so I've thrown her in. Okay. My, My best tip and... That's his second tip. Yeah, I, I think she deserves tip. another chance. Uh, if she goes, if she runs up to her, her two runs ago in that Group Two race, she wins. Now, okay. race two number six is my best, maybe the best. All the so money has come for it. Race two number in, six. In where? Pa- sorry, Packenham. Next to where at Packenham. Melbourne race two number six. Maybe the best. Uh, another Kenny second pick. Yep. Okay. And? Race four number one at Packenham. Marine one. He's got that on top. There's one of his go. best today. Right. Melbourne, so, race four, number one. And what'll that get you? Around about 1100 bit over 1100 for your $10. Well, well that's not bad. Well, $40, yeah. Okay, so Sydney, this is Tags as Trixie. Sydney, race one, number three. Packenham, race two, number six. Packenham, race four, number one. And it'll get you 1100 We'll put these up on our, uh, on our socials. Yep. My Trixie today is Packenham, race eight, number three, which is looks like Elvis. Yeah, I don't mind him. He's not yeah. in for holiday, is he? He's in me yeah, No, he's not. That's yeah. exactly what I thought when I saw it. Just brought that down from there. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that'll do, mate. Uh, smell, uh, sorry, Sydney race four, number four, which is I Am Power, Tommy Sherry. Ooh. And then S- Perth, Ascot race seven, number nine, Bright Diamond. So we've got to go so all the way. That'll get you at 1,600. So Packenham race eight, number three, Sydney race four, number four, Packenham ra- uh, sorry, Ascot race seven number nine. Well, the best with that, and you enjoy well, your day. That'll be good fun. Yeah, it'll be good fun. If you've got you like something at stall, uh, I've been given a couple at stall today. If you want them, tags. Of course, well, actually, do a bit I'll of hesitation there. No, tags. no. Well, so see, the thing is, I haven't done the stall form, of course, and it's it's the P ones we're covering the main meetings. I know not saying stall isn't, but it's. Sounds um, like that's what you are saying. Well, we love country racing, but... Uh, but we do. Well, you got Packham Cup. Questionable, we all love for it. Briz- Doombin as well. <laughs> Brizzy. All right, what do we like at stall? Uh, race four, number 11. I'll put these all in on me bet slip. Yeah. So, race Autumn. Autumn's best. Yeah, Autumn's best. Yeah, Linda. Yep. Yeah. And race race three, number one, about you have, the you Simon. Have, you couldn't have started off with race three. Yeah, sorry, yeah, that was yeah. my bad. Uh, Tom the Star, race five, number two. Well, how many tips you got up there? Oh, oh. I've got four tips. <laughs> well, all the egg flips. Plus, I've been given one at uh, in the same race. Complaining as race about three. being given tips. I've heard everything. And then in the last race seven, number two, Merganella. Okay, all it's right. Linda again. We got to say goodbye we'll to your tags. Look. Yep. Enjoy the so, day, gentlemen. Beautifully done. See you, brother. Uh, the NBL is back. Catch every... Oh, that tags, by the way, award-winning Aussie service mobile plans from $20. Australia's most satisfied customers, NBN, from just $59. Search mate online. The NBL update for KO. Catch every NBL game live on ESPN with KO. Uh, Melbourne United back uh, in action. They take on the Sydney Kings 3 p.m. on Sunday. Last night, the Tassie Jack Jumpers won in their very first ever NBL game. So that's all thanks to KO. We've got to say goodbye, uh, Picks. Have a great, great day. Thank you, Sammy. Great job today. Well done. Thanks to everybody. Um, yeah, we're going to have a good day at the Stall Cup. Uh, it's a big man, Scotty Cummings, is in town. So it's not the Stall Cup, sorry. It's the Stall Christmas races, but uh, it's going to be a good fun day. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Have a great weekend. That's been it for us from Off the Bench. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Saturday and happy birthday, Hutch. Oh, we've still got a little bit of time, so I'll say oh. congrats to our best caller. On the screen, it says 11.55. Congrats to Pete from Witcherproof winning himself well, a $200 <laughs> Macca's voucher. By the way, a radio hey, legend, like, Coggo, yeah. confirmed that Bendigo did get raided for toilet paper as well. Hey, Thanks, Coggo. Excellent. Well done. And well done. Happy birthday, Hutch. Enjoy, big man. I know you're not listening, but that's all right. Now, can I, am I allowed to say goodbye now? <laughs>
Now you can probably say goodbye because that music usually gives you a wind up. It's you know, said, you finish it. It said 55 Bye-bye. on the screen. Bye-bye. Have a great day. <laughs> Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.